Welcome, everybody, to episode 137 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today is March 6th, 2014. I finally remembered to do the date. And our episode for today is South Park, The Stick of Truth. We're going to be getting into some of the mechanics and, and our thoughts on the game. We're all at, uh, again, at various points in the game, uh, me having played the most and then and then everyone else uh, less, you know, some varying degrees. some not very much. Right, Corey? That is correct. I got about five minutes on, and okay. it was about ten minutes ago. Well, at least you got a feel for the game, I guess. I did. I did. I got enough to uh, give it a rating, I think. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Uh, does anyone, anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Not me, Dan. That's literally all I played. Yeah. I got nothing to tease, too. I played a little more Banished. Last week I said I just played about ten minutes of it, but um, on Sunday I probably played three or four hours of it. Okay. So I got a little bit more perspective on that. Nice. But that's about it for me. All right. I played a lot more Fire Emblem. Okay. So talk about that a little bit more. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Nibble Bits. I will get us started on Nibble Bits. Daisy is looking to implement more survival mechanics by adding a cooking system. Players will be able to use a cooking source like a fire stove to heat food to an edible temperature. We'll have to be careful not to overcook foods. Uh, The designers are also looking at ways for the food to grow cold. So... Uh, yet another survival type of thing that's going into Daisy um, to make it more realistic, I guess. I talked to my buddy the other day. He loves that game. Okay. Loves it. A lot of people really like it. Yeah. I, I don't know how I'd feel about uh, getting griefed all the time, but you know, you, you just spawn and someone comes along and kills you and takes your can of beans yeah. <laughs> or whatever. He said but, it's obviously it's really glitchy because it's so okay. early in development. Like yeah. he'll, You'll walk out of a building and just fall off and die. Oh. Uh, that's hard. Yeah, and he's like, you know, after three hours of gathering a couple of resources, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you hate running into that sort of thing to ruin ruin <laughs> yeah. your ruin your guy's day. Um, so, yeah, that's that's looking better. Uh, Star Citizen will be releasing its dogfighting module shortly after PAX East. The module, which was delayed in December for more time to work on the game servers, uh, quote for... The, oh, the module was delayed, not which. A uh, quote from creator Chris Roberts sums it up. He said, uh, quote, As I write this, the Star Citizen team is all around me, hard at work on the dogfighting module. The team is scurrying to take care of thousands upon thousands of necessary details. Variable damage states, uh, HUD detailing, heads-up display. Uh, weapon Weapons, cameras, engine sounds, and countless other things that go into creating an immersive space combat experience. At this point, we can now regularly dogfight here in the office. So I guess for Star Citizen, the hangar module already released. So if you got into the game, you know, if you bought your ship and, and got into the game, you can walk around your hangar and check out your ship and stuff. So they're adding in the dogfighting module. I guess they're going to do it a little bit at a time and and kind of solidify things as, the, as they release the game. But uh, the more I hear about that game, the more uh, amazing it sounds and the more I want to play it. So... That's great that they're working working their way out. Uh, Twitch has announced uh, the release of the Twitch Mobile Software Development Kit. The SDK will allow for mobile game developers to integrate Twitch connectivity into their games, as well as add camera and audio capturing for streams. Mobile streamers will also have the ability to archive their videos. To which I thought, now you can watch Mark Zuckerberg play Farmville 2 or watch your favorite streamer make in-app yeah. purchases. That's exciting. Uh, no. Dan, that's a pretty pessimistic view. I know it is, but that's that's immediately where my brain went with that. It's funny that that uh, the day before that news story came out, I looked up how to stream 
iOS gameplay on Twitch. Oh, did you? Yeah, and it's so funny because the next day, like, this easy thing came out for it. But it was, uh, is everything all right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, um, I forget what it was called. It's like an AirPlay or something like that. Uh, but it actually makes it really easy um, already. You just you, you download the app, and it streams just your screen to whatever other device you want, whether it be your laptop or your iPad or something, and then you can just capture the, the footage that way. On, oh, um, yeah, I'm familiar like with AirPlay. XSplit or something like that. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but like a lot of people in the comment sections were like, why would anyone want to watch a mobile game? Is is pretty much what what well, that was, was my saying. first thought. Yeah, that was uh, that was my thought. After I was like, well, I don't want to watch someone make in app purchases for ninety nine cents. You know, <laughs> Can't, who wants to sit there and watch a game of Candy Crush? Like, really? I'm sure there's a lot of people that do. Yeah, unfortunately. Man. <laughs> well, I know, and I I tweeted because it was a, a Polygon story, uh, and I tweeted, "This is why we can't have nice things." Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's I think it's gonna bring Twitch down. You know. Because then Twitch will be focusing just on just on mobile gaming. You know, it's gonna it's gonna. I don't think so. I don't know. Because who's gonna sit and watch uh, somebody play Candy Crush? Though that's that was my that was one of my thoughts. We just decided Te- there's a lot of Americans that'll do that. Teenage girls. I don't know. I don't see it. I think they're wasting their money personally. Because I don't think it's gonna be big. I hope it's well, not I think, big. I think there's especially like it might not be for the games that are out now, but I think in the future there could be, um, you know that hopefully not platform game that everybody wants to watch people play i actually start playing horn uh the ios rpg that came out that's like a, a hardcore rpg but it you know it makes it's makes it's it makes it accessible on an ios device it was made for ios um i think maybe android doesn't matter mobile platforms uh and that's that's a pretty cool game i could see people being interested in seeing what that's like and maybe watching somebody play and interacting with them uh, but you're right. I mean, in, in general, there are few exceptions to what's interesting to watch on mobile. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. We'll we'll see how that goes. I, I was not pleased when I heard that news, though. just feel like it's another, well, another thing that's going to get ruined. They may as well do that because I can't stream on Twitch anymore because my internet is so shitty. Oh, really? Oh, it's terrible. Hmm. It makes the game unplayable because okay. it lags so much. Yeah. I tried to stream FIFA the other night. Had to turn it off. Yeah. And it ran fine when I turned the Twitch off. Okay. Might have to upgrade your speed. Nope. I wouldn't want to give the... Yeah, I don't blame you. If I didn't have so much stuff streaming, I wouldn't wouldn't have upgraded either. Go ahead, Corey. Did we we talk about the Time Warner Extreme speed boosts? I have Time Warner Ultimate, which is one beneath Extreme. Maybe it was me that tweeted it and I just didn't talk about it. Go ahead. The uh, certain select cities are getting uh, not quite Google Fiber, but a far superior, like, 100 times faster internet speed or something like that. How much is that going to cost? I can't remember the exact pricing. I could look it up while we're doing some more nibble bits, but um, I think the headline was, you know, like, Time Warner reacts to threat from competitor Google Fiber. Finally. Internet speeds in certain cities. I mean, obviously, it was the big ones. Yeah, not Binghamton. So Binghamton. No, no Binghamton. <laughs> well, we go. Well, I had heard that that's going to happen in Austin, in one of the cities that's getting Google. Yeah, Fiber I think Austin right was one of them. There was like it was like San Francisco and L.A. and I don't think New York was one actually. Hmm. Um, the hipper cities, you know. Yeah. Well, that's something that should happen. They they swear up and down that people don't want faster internet. That's what they say. How do you even justify that? I have no idea. You don't. 
you just say it and then yeah don't answer questions after i mean i'm fine with my download speed um but uh my upload speed's only five megs and that's paltry but anyway uh Along the lines of internet, OnLive announced a new feature called CloudLift, uh, where players can link their Steam and OnLive accounts to have access to games on the go. Uh, game saves will be stored on the cloud, so a player can have a game going at home, pick it up on uh, pick up said game on tablet, mobile, mobile device, or laptop, and con- continue the same save. Uh, the feature is currently in beta and only has a handful of games right now, like uh, Saints Row 4, Batman: Arkham City, Arkham. Asylum and Arkham Origins, Metro 2033, Darksiders 2, Lego Lord of the Rings, as well as a few others. Um, so I, I remember we talked when we talked about mobile gaming a few episodes back. I mentioned like Steam coming out with a type of service where you could play on your on your mobile device, and this is kind of what that is. You know, um, if you link your Steam and on live accounts, you can, I guess, kind of cross play cross play your games on Steam or or on live, which is kind of cool and, and use the same the same game saves but that's steam os right Mm-mm. it's on life just no, on i know your... but that isn't that what steam os intends to do no same type of thing no that's just in home streaming uh, okay this is through the internet like oh, like gotcha. on okay well, that could be pretty cool then yeah if they figure out a way to you know make it make it all work and stuff that would be yeah great. actually i read a little bit about it and apparently they also boosted their uh server not only they they boosted server locations, but capacity and processing speed. Uh-huh. Um, I guess there was a whole management turnover at OnLive. They actually have I can't remember the specific people, but somebody who worked on like uh, digital whatever at EA and you know people that had some pretty good credentials. Right. Um, all got hired over there, and I guess they're they're making some changes and trying to turn OnLive around. Yeah. from the sinking ship that it was. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a good idea if implemented correctly. I, I think linking with your, with Steam accounts is one of the right ways to go. You know, you know, if I could, especially with the get, cloud saves and stuff. Yeah, if I could get a controller for my like iPhone or something, and if I'm at a coffee shop or yeah. you know somewhere away from my desktop computer, and I could play my Batman Arkham Asylum, yeah. same same saves and everything that'd be kind of cool yeah well they do make controllers now for ios there's a few yeah. there's a few actually like good ones they're kind of expensive but yeah they're like a 100 bucks yeah they are it's ridiculous uh and then my last one watchdogs finally got a release date and it's hitting all platforms with the exception of the wii u on may 27th wii u version to be released later if at all and i don't think it's gonna come out for the wii u but the one i was gonna buy it for too yeah uh, a lot of people said, you know, it's going to get – it got delayed for the Wii U, so people who have multiple platforms will uh, cancel their Wii U pre-orders and get it for another system. And then they're going to cancel the Wii U release because of lack of interest. So that's what people think is going to happen. We'll see. I don't care because I wasn't going to get it for the Wii U anyway. Yeah. Um, just because I don't think anybody put a nibble bit out about this. Do you see Drive Club is April 1st? Oh, is it? Which is a Tuesday, so it, I think it is accurate. No, and not an April Fool's joke? Yeah. God, I hope not. That'd be cruel. I hope they still plan on doing a free version also. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, and that was it for my nibble bits. Will, go ahead. Uh, my first one is Bioware General Ma- Manager Aaron Flynn said that Bioware has internally talked about remastering the Mass Effect series for the PS4 and Xbox One. It would run at 1080p with high-resolution textures and 60 frames per second. I just want to get your guys' thoughts on that. Would you be? Would you buy it? Buy Aside what? from Corey, what was the the remastered Mass Effect trilogy? Oh, eh. 
It depends. I probably would buy it. Mm-hmm. Would you, Eric? I know you're no. not as big into Mass Effect as no, me, I wouldn't because I'd, I'd sit, it'd sit there on my shelf and I'd never play it. Corey, if you had a next gen console, would you be into it? I'm all for you know whatever kind of packages people want to throw together and modernize. I'm you know I've, there's very few that I'm like why would they do that? Okay, um, but Mass Effect I, is one of them. Yeah, no, no. I, I think I'm all for having like a definitive version of something that. It's kind of like DVD box sets or something, you know. If you're really into The Godfather, it's nice to have The Godfather collection yeah. uh, at all times that you can go back and play it. And it's like sort of a collector's kind of thing that you can show off and is like a talking piece. Um, I don't know if that's what the route they're going with this, but I'd like to revisit the Mass Effect games at some point. Especially the first one with updated graphics and everything like yeah. that. No, I plan on playing it again. It's just a matter of when I can... Uh, set aside like 90 hours to get through the whole trilogy you know yeah see i want to play them too but i have them on origin and they don't load okay <laughs> sorry dude you yeah. have all kind of problems with that don't you i hate origin that's what it comes down to word um but yeah that's why i would be into it i would be there day one for okay. it um mass effect is one of my favorite series of recently that i've played so yeah. okay there's that, and uh, Thief developer Eidos Montreal had to lay off 27 employees. Um, here's a statement from the company. Yes, it is true we had to let go 27 people. Unfortunately, it's something that every major studio has to do sometimes in order to ensure you have the right setup for the current and future projects. Um, I'm assuming part of that is because Thief did so poorly. Yeah. Did, did it sell poorly? Yes. Too? Okay. I think it did. Yeah, because I know it reviewed relatively poorly. There was a few average views. I don't know if anyone gave it like a really good score. I don't think but, so. Yeah, there were some sevens. Yeah, I would put seven at like average, probably. Yeah, but all right. But yeah, uh, yeah. So that makes me concerned about the next Deus Ex. I hope it yeah. doesn't. I think, I think that's also sort of the nature of the the big studios these days, too. You know, it's like after they get done with the game, they cut some people. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to to keep all those those people on that you bloated your your staff with just to to get the product out in time yeah uh, it sucks but i mean we were seeing it all over the place yeah EA or not EA, um disney interactive which you know they, they're responsible for a lot of the disney games just laid off like a ridiculous was it like 300 people or something I today it, i think it was like 500 it was yeah. i think it, i thought seven okay <laughs> it was i was 20... gonna say seven but i'm like that sounds really high 700 yeah it was like it was a quarter of their work their staff insane which yeah, yeah that's unbelievable yeah that's all i had by the way so. okay what do you got eric i just have one dan uh a new yoshi edition of the nintendo 3ds xl is coming march 14th so nice. if you haven't picked up a 3ds yet first of all what are you waiting for yeah really and second of all if you love yoshi now's your chance that's nice those are all really nice looking they too. are they uh, really the are zelda one was really cool mm-hmm. the pokemon was really cool those are all nice somebody Speaking brought of- up a good point on reddit though What's that? If you're holding it closed, it's right side up, but when you're playing it open, it's upside down. Yeah, but you can't see it. That's true. Yeah, I didn't no, know. I know, that. but you know, for people that are going for like the style look, it's yeah. kind of silly. I know what you mean. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, speaking of Pokemon, I got my free copy. You did. Did you have to jump through a lot of hoops? Kinda. Okay. It was a pain in the ass. Uh, you have to connect. You have to sign up for Club Nintendo on the website. This is how I did it. Sign up for it on the website. Um, link your 3DS to Club Nintendo, 
then on Club Nintendo, register your 3DS with a registration code and then register a game with a registration code. Now, you have to fill out a survey for your 3DS and the game separately on why you purchased them. And there's like 15 questions on each survey. Okay. So it's kind of a pain in the ass, but for a free game, yeah, especially of that quality. A $40 game, too. Mm-hmm, yeah. For one that I would buy. Right. So. Okay. It was worth it. Nice. If you have the time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the only problem I ran into is because I have Bravely Default on my memory card, I couldn't download Pokemon. Uh-huh. So I have to go get another SD card. Oh, not enough room. Yeah, because yeah, those are those are big. But you can uh, you can copy like everything onto a new. Yeah, card. I was reading about that. It's pretty easy to do, I guess. I guess you pop the SD card into your computer. Yeah. Take all the files off it and just put them onto the new one. Mm-hmm. So. Which is nice that it's that easy. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't uh, screw up though. Yeah, we'll see. That wouldn't. No, that my wouldn't luck. Be good. Well, I did say it's Nintendo. Nothing works like properly. Right. Really. That's true. Like your Street Pass stuff. At was... first, I was getting so pissed trying to figure out how to do that. I was yeah. like, oh, I almost gave up. Uh huh. But... Okay. All right, Corey, what do you got for us? I also just have one. Jack Tretton is stop step stepping down as president and CEO of SCEA, Sony Computer Entertainment of America. Uh, he'll be replaced by Sony Network Entertainment International Executive VP and COO Sean Layden. Uh, I'll just read. I'll read Jack's quote, just so maybe we can parcel it apart and figure out why he stepped down. Because I couldn't for the life of me. Uh, working at SCEA for the past 19 years has been the most rewarding experience of my career. Although I will deeply miss the talented team at SCEA and the passion demonstrated every day by our fans, I'm very excited about starting the next chapter of my career. I want to thank the employees, partners, and customers for their tireless commitment to the PlayStation brand, and of course to our fans who have pushed us to new heights of innovation and entertainment over the past two decades. I leave PlayStation in a position of considerable strength, and the future will only get brighter for PlayStation Nation. Better offer. Yeah. You think? Yeah. I definitely. They, they, I don't think they wanted to force him out. Uh, he was a lot of the reason why people jumped on the, the PlayStation bandwagon, especially in the U.S. He's a really likable guy. He's a humble guy. Um, so I, I don't think it was anything he did. You know, I think PlayStation's doing pretty pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just announced that they sold over 6 million units worldwide already. Uh, you know, it had, how how many months has it been? Not very many. September. Three. It, when did it come out? November. November. That's right, yeah. Three months. Jeez. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just think he has a better offer. Yeah. That, I, that, I don't know what that would be. but Did you offer him something, Dan, <laughs> to join the podcast? Yes, he will be. Um, our first paid employee? No, he's going to be our uh, uh, intern, intern oh, okay. that we fire if, on a regular basis. If you got him to do the podcast, I would step down. Why? Just because it's Jack Trenton. Yeah, yeah but, but we'd we, rather have you. Yeah, we, <laughs> what are we going to talk to Jack, Jack Trenton about? I'll Trenton be the intern. About? I'll still well, be Well, I here. wouldn't know Jack Trenton if he walked past me. You wouldn't? No. Well, time to get to know him. <laughs> I guess it's time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's it for Nibble Bits. Corey, how was your week? I didn't do my... Oh, I just did my Nibble Bit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Silly. Maybe I just had something else to say. I don't remember what it was. Oh, to celebrate, I, I, maybe that's a bad word, uh, Jack Trenton's departure. I went back and watched the E3 2013 uh, PlayStation 4 announcement. Yeah. Good God. People went nuts. You could see Xbox's gravestone in that speech. Yeah. yeah. His children crying in the street. <laughs> Mayhem. Yeah, it was powerful. I, I know did. I popped a big boner. Yep. 
they they won a lot of uh, a lot of people over that day. Yeah, that was that was great. Myself included. Um, yeah. You what? Myself included. That's when three, I decided. Three, three to... of us included. Yeah, sure, totally. Uh, my week, I watched the anime suggestions that people sent us. Uh, the first one being Fighting Spirit, which is a boxing anime. Looks pretty cool. I watched the first episode. Uh, it's about this like strong but like farmer kind of boy. Uh, he's actually a family of uh, fishermen, from what I gather. Uh, and he gets beat up a lot, and he meets this really tough boxer who brings him to uh, boxing training. What do they call him? A training. A dojo, gym. almost. Yeah, training gym kind of thing, and uh, they tell him to punch the punching bag, and he punches it, and it just go. It's like a, it's a heavy bag, and it goes flying, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" So they have they can see this kid has a ton of talent, and they're just waiting to train him up. I can see how uh, you'd you'd really like this this anime, and I haven't even watched that much of it. Just has that like Rocky kind of feel, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, the other one was Yawamushi Pedal. It's the one about cycling, uh-huh. bicycle racing, as, as far as I know. Again, I only watched the first episode of this one. It's, uh, it's different. I, I, I also like it. It's also very modern, which I, I like about it. I like the newer uh, anime stuff. Um, but there's really not much to say about that. It's the, the one character who has uh, in, biking instincts is, is sort of like an anime and, and, and manga nerd. Uh-huh. And, and there's this other kid at the school who is just so focused into bicycle racing and they sort of literally and figuratively crash into each other and, you know, I can see where it's going to go from there. But two very good animes and I appreciate the suggestions. Nice. Uh, my other bit of news is that I got a new job. Hey, uh, I sort of knew I sort of knew it was coming in the last couple of weeks, but uh, it was just made official today. Nice. So, is it a promotion? It is a promotion. Oh, well, well that's clap uh, ready. And it's at, it's the same corporation, just a different department. Um, Did you get a pay raise? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't take it if I didn't. Nice. Uh, my title will now be brand marketing manager. Whoa. So it Whoa. sounds very official. Uh, I know nothing about brands, marketing, or managers. So we'll see how it goes. Perfect. But, uh, uh, you can learn how to do all those things on Google. Yeah, I think I think I'll just ask ask Google every time. Corey, if you need management questions, we're having breakfast in two days. Just ask away. I surely will. But yeah. I'm drinking. Uh, my girlfriend got me an Omegang Hennepin uh, Farmhouse Saison. I don't know if that's actually supposed to be pronounced French. To drink to celebrate. So, nice. so is breakfast Seven... on you this weekend? <laughs> no, since you're rich. Seven point seven percent alcohol on this puppy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great news. Congrats, Congrats, Corey. Well done. Thanks, guys. Thanks. I'd like to say it was uh, hard-earned, but, yeah, you know me. <laughs> well, is this oh. going to mean more work for you? It'll mean I'll probably be more stressed out. I'll probably have to work later more often. I mean, it's just it's more responsibility and, and a little bit higher pressure kind of thing. So mm. You're climbing up the corporate ladder. Slowly but surely. Well done. It's all those. It's all those years of uh, raking sand. It's just hard work is ingrained in my my arms. Nice brain. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else, Corey? I don't think so. Right. Oh, uh, I bought pre-ordered Dark Souls too. Oh, nice. oh, nice. Green Man Gaming had a deal, forty bucks. Got it brand new for Steam. Looking forward to that. Yeah, Sweet, that's man. it. Set Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Nice. I thought that. 
What's coming out later? No, it's Tuesday. The PC version's coming out later. Oh! April, right? It's April 25th, I think. Oh, you're right. Shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, nice, <laughs> we have a topic for next week. Still, I mean, at least it, it's not... You not, didn't pay 50 bucks for it. So. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Corey. That's all right. No, that's, Whatever. I just got enough to play. That's good, though, Corey, because I'm going to wait and get it, too, around then, so maybe we can just do an episode on it then. Yeah, I'm probably going to get it also. I want to play a little bit of the first one before I just jump right into the second one. But. Yeah. I Wait, actually, April, you said? That's not that far away. April 25th. Yeah. Okay, about I think it was the 25th. It yeah, was a month late, and a half. I think it was late April. Yeah, month and a half. Nice. All right. Well, that's not terrible. No. That's perfect, actually. My plan is to beat South Park get infamous beat that and then trade them in towards oh, dark souls there you go so that'll work yeah because i don't think there's anything in like early april that's coming out that i can think of uh, drive club oh yeah but that's now. you know how oh. much can you sink your teeth in a racing game yeah that's true especially that's if true. it might be free well I, st- I think it's gonna even if it's free i think it'll still be worth playing just because of the social aspect of it oh yeah assuming we actually do the nice. social aspect of it but there's a 25% chance we do. There's at least 25%. So. All right. Excellent. Will, what do you got? I don't think I have anything, really. I've just been playing a lot of Fire Emblem. Nerd. Um, yeah, I think that's it. All right. Yeah, nothing. Okay, what about you, Eric? What do you got? A um, couple things. I finished the first season of The Following. Uh-huh. I liked it. It was a good show. Uh, it's nothing earth-shattering. I didn't... The longer it went, the less I was starting to like it. Um, I saw the ending happen in my head before it actually happened. I, I was I'm disappointed yeah. when that happens. Um, I didn't see it. I saw it not too soon before it happened, though, so okay. it didn't completely like ruin it for me. Right. But uh, Did I talk about how did I finish Breaking Bad? Or did no. I do that this week? You had one more episode to go. Oh, okay. Yeah, I finished that, too. Nice. Uh, Breaking Bad was awesome. The finale for me was just okay i didn't think it was anything spectacular i know a lot of people really liked it it's uh definitely ties up everything which is nice it is nice i i like something a little more open-ended where i can think about it okay i could see why especially a show that popular they just wanted to appease everyone you know what i mean i don't think anything can end as well as the last of us ended yeah yeah that was a good ending and I didn't even play the game. Oh, speaking of which, I could have done this as a noble. Did you see that got confirmed as a movie? Yeah. I did, yeah. I'll go see that. But, uh, yeah, so t- television-wise, two good shows. If you haven't watched them, if you're into suspense. I keep both. meaning to get into Breaking Bad. It's great. Yeah, but I, I just don't watch, you know, I'll watch the occasional well, episode of Futurama. And, and you know what's hard is the episodes are 45 minutes long. Yeah. That's the other hard part. Yep. Because pretty much when the kids... I can't watch it when the kids are around. No. And then when they go to bed, I play video games. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I hear you, Dan. Because when I have free time, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Although, the following, I did watch a lot. Well, I could only watch that by myself because my girlfriend is not into scary stuff at all. I remember you saying that. Um, we actually watched the first episode of Bates Motel because I had heard a bunch of people talking about it. I, I was pretty unimpressed with it. Okay. After the first episode. Uh, based off of the Psycho movies. Oh. Uh, it's okay. like a modern yeah. turn Spin. on it. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. Um, let's see. The other thing, my fucking car. 
I've had issues with it overheating for a while. My friend's dad changed the thermostat, yeah. did something else, and it was working. Um, I had to put coolant in it. So yesterday, I'm driving home from my mom's, and it starts overheating again. Luckily, I was really close to being home, so I got home, and I said, all right, I'll wait till morning and check the coolant. So it's 6.30 in the morning before I go to work. It's negative one out. I'm pissed off yeah. that I have oh, to yeah. even do this. Yeah. So I go out there, open the door to pop the hood. So I pull on the lever to pop the hood. Fucking snaps off. Uh, so I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Um, I thought you might have an idea, Dan, because you're kind of good with cars. Plot, snapping pli- pliers that lock. Can you like? That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. That's what my girlfriend's dad suggested. Locking pliers. Yeah. yeah he said there's a wire in that casing yeah. that you have to pull to unlock it. Okay. Um, I'm hoping I don't need to bust open that casing. And have it, some wire hanging hanging down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna try. But man, I hate cars so much. Do they know what's causing the overheating? Is your radiator fan not working? Because I have the same I, issues with I my car. I think that's probably what it is. Okay. Uh, if it's not that, I probably just have a small leak in okay. the coolant. Because I think it doesn't I, run out of coolant. I I don't know. I think that's probably what the case is right now. Okay. But I can't get in there and fucking see it. Right. Um. I did Google something about it. And I guess people that have the same car as me the same year, there were issues with the coolant boiling over the the reservoir uh-huh. because the fan doesn't work properly. Okay. So, could be that. Yeah, I've done a lot of research on that, too, because I, my car has the same issue. I yeah. never drive it far enough to where the engine even he, ever heats up. So right. So, I haven't really worried about it that much, but if I ever had to take a long trip, you know, right. I would need to worry about it. Um, I got an idea for you, Eric. What's that? There's this computer game that came out called Car Mechanic Simulator. Is that out? 2013. Yeah, it just came I think out. it is. I do want to get that. And it's funny because it is named 2013, right? Yeah, it? it came out at the end of last year, I think. Oh. I, no, I think it came out in like January. Uh, yeah, I year. think it did too, Corey. Yeah. But it is out, yeah. I don't know. Maybe your car's in there. I hate cars so much. Like, I want to get a new car this year, but I want to do that late this year. Uh-huh. We'll, well see. there's a thing if you have a like a leak a coolant leak there's a there's a die right there's there's well there's that but there's like stuff you can get that plugs a leak yeah. i don't remember what it's called but i, I got mean, it off of amazon if it's a small leak i'm not overly worried about it you just add coolant I'll just buy more coolant you know what i mean because i had the same problem i my my thermostat casing was leaking oh. and i ran out of it but but also like my my radiator fan doesn't come on yeah um but it's it's a like a short someplace and i've got to take out the fuses and slip so hopefully there's like a a temperature thing inside the engine block that i hope i don't have to take because i'm going to do it myself because that's what i do um i hope i don't have to do that Uh, does your heat ever do this dan um if i'm driving on a highway constant just driving Mm -hmm. my heater blows out really warm air Uh if i'm stop and go or i have to stop at red lights it blows out cooler. That a lot of, well, that doesn't happen to me, but I did like for a while my car wasn't blowing any hot air, and that's because of low coolant. So oh. it might be it might be the the coolant causing whatever that issue is. You know. Okay. So it's probably there's no coolant in it. Could and be. I probably either have a leak or yeah. Luckily, it's winter and you don't have to worry about it as much. Yeah. Um. I know you're not driving fast on your drive to and from work. No. So it doesn't. And, and a lot of times it's colder than which is titty out there. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. So. But. Cars, man. I Do you cars. start your car before you leave and let it warm up, or you just get right in? Depends and go? on what time it is. Yeah, I mean, if I'm leaving at just the ass crack of morning, then I'll start the car because I'll be miserable if I don't. 
Yep. But, Dude, uh, I, so many mornings it was just my car frozen solid. But, yeah. like, I'm running late. Just get in. Yeah. Can't see out the windows. Just go. <laughs> yeah, and then you're just like, God, I'm such a jackass the whole drive <laughs> to work. Yeah. You, you're shivering. I'm that person that I hate so yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Got, like, a uh, eye's worth of clear glass, you know? <laughs> if, if that. Yeah, I if the that. I out the window lots of times. You want to know the ultimate and pitiful. Before I got, my heater didn't work for the longest time. So before I got my lazy ass around to get it fixed, I was probably too poor, but whatever. Um, we were taking my car to a Bills game, me and a few buddies. Do you want to know how we defrosted the window when we left at about 5 in the morning? Hot water. Hot pizza. On it. pizza Hot from pizza. the gas station. Set it right up on the dashboard and defrosted that bitch. Nice. That's creative. Ingenuity. Yeah. That's awesome. That's Hot a breakfast pizza. Creative I'm, way to solve problems. I'm proud of that, Eric. You like that? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Enough about cars. I think that was it for my week, Dan. Okay. Nothing too exciting. Uh, I got a couple things. I broke down and pre-ordered Titanfall. Yeah, did. I did you it. You did, didn't you? Yeah. Um, the hype finally got to me. I was thinking about it, and I didn't. I didn't want to get it for PC. I didn't want to get it for uh, uh, Origin, but that's the only way I was going to be able to play it. And I, I don't like playing games. You know, I'm gonna play it on with the mouse and whatever i don't like playing those type of games on a keyboard because my fingers are too short and fat and it's just hard for me but i remembered that i had i got the razor nostromo controller uh left-handed controller for guild wars oh, yeah. so i'm just gonna use that and play it on pc um i actually traded in at gamestop i traded in my old nexus 7 uh, I got a hundred bucks for it, which is great. I was really happy with what I got yeah. for my iPhone. Um, obviously, it was that was with the thirty three thirty percent extra that I got for mm-hmm. pre-ordering Titanfall. So um, I paid off Titanfall, and I also got a fifty dollars Steam card, uh, nice. which I used to buy Walking Dead season two uh, and the Shadowrun DLC, and then I still have some some left. So wow. yeah, uh, Dan, you well. posted you posted that receipt on Twitter or something, and I had a devil of a time figuring out what was going on. So yeah. did I. That's why well, I, <laughs> I tweeted you and was like, did you pre-order Titanfall? It's well, I mean, it's a bunch of, like, numbers and stuff, and I had to cut off, like, I wanted to cut off my credit card number and... Why? And the, well, you know, <laughs> not, not that I have anything on it that people would be able to steal, but, you know. So, yeah, I did pre-order Titanfall. I'm actually really excited for it. Um, I have mixed feelings about this, Dan, because yeah. I would never wish anything bad on you. Yeah. But I want you to hate it. <laughs> and I was a little disappointed when I saw all you know the the DLC planned and all the map packs. I'm like, I'm not prob- surprised. I prob- no, not surprised. Uh, I was like, I probably made a mistake with this, and I don't expect to be able to play it for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping by like the weekend they have all their server issues uh, sorted. So, well, what are you expecting? Seeing as you're not a online yeah. competitive multiplayer guy. I'm not. Uh, I'm expecting, I'm hoping I like really like get into it like I did Guild Wars PvP uh, in World vs. What makes World. you think there's a chance though? Uh, I don't. I, I just don't. <laughs> I, ju- I just really want to play it. I just it's really, interesting you say that, Dan, because I think that too. Like, I know I have it in me. Yeah. But it just takes something special to get it out of me. Exactly. Exactly. Like Guild, Guild Wars did it yeah. for both of us. Yep. Um, it's in there. It's yeah. it's stewing somewhere in there. It's yeah, just but a matter of finding it and getting it out. Don't you feel like Guild Wars has so much more to offer than a yes. than a first person shooter? Yes, I do. Um, but I'm hoping like the whole uh, you know, with with the Titans and the the like parkour type of stuff. I'm hoping you can kind of get creative and and find creative ways of of killing people. You can, and and I think that's going to help it for me. Like you know, it's 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 
plays a little bit like Call of Duty, but I think you have more options as far as, um, uh, like I said, creative out of the box ways of, of yeah of movement and killing people. Well, don't let my so, pessimism about no, it. No, no, I, I understand. You. I I'm, just have talked myself into hating it. I'm pessimistic about it too. Yeah. I, I I get that, but I, also I wanted to be able to play it for the podcast. Yeah, sure. Well, I figured one of us would. would if I had an Xbox One, I would get it for sure. Yeah, but I'm not going to get it for 360. I just am too worried about how I don't play it's going to turn out. Did you look? Because the specs for it are pretty low. You should check and see if your laptop can run it. No. Because it might be able I to. I definitely don't want to play it on my laptop. I don't blame you. <laughs> uh, like I said, the whole movement thing is is a big issue for me with with PC gaming first person shooters. But yeah. I have my my Razer Nostromo, and that's going to help a lot. I think so. I guess I'll keep my pre order then. Oh, you pre ordered it? Yeah, I got it on uh, Origin a while ago. But oh, that's I'm, right. I was, I've been debating if I wanted to keep it. I mean, if you want to cancel it, I don't care. That's up to you. But I did pre order it, so. I have somebody and and I'm, I'm actually like really excited for it. I have somebody to play with now, though. Uh, but next week, we oh, will... if you guys are playing, I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny. Uh, and we won't do an episode about it next week because, like I said, I don't expect um, to be able to play for a few days, at least not well. So mm-hmm. we'll plan on maybe the week after doing our Titan, third week Titanfall episode. Yeah, and the week after that, it would be Infamous. Right? Infamous, yep, because that comes out on a Friday. <clears throat> so. Oh, it does. Yeah. Why? Don't know. Wait, you know what's the date? That's twenty first. Okay. Actually, that works perfect for me. Wait, it's like Skyrim and The Last of Us came out. Well, oh, I guess I could talk about this for part of my week. Uh, my girlfriend has been on. Well, she's supposed to be on crutches for a while now. She doesn't always do it, which I don't blame her because she she knew she had an issue with her foot. What it is is on the inside part of her foot, she has this bone that everybody has. It's called a navicular, uh-huh. but she has two of them, huh? like one on top of the other one. Usually the doctor says they fuse together, but hers don't. So she's very stubborn, and she likes to run. So she ran on it for too long, and what it does is just kind of rubs and pulls on the uh, tendon. Oh. Yeah, so she did some, some pretty good damage to her foot. Um so she's having surgery on the 19th. Yeah, and I took off the 19th, 20th, and 21st. So the 21st would be perfect, actually, because we're staying. Her mom's freaking out about her surgery and wanting her to stay up at her parents afterwards because <laughs> at our apartment, the bathroom is upstairs. Oh, so yeah. She's not supposed to put any weight on it for six weeks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So... I'm going to be busy taking care of her. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. But She's a good lady. She is. But it just I, so happens I uh, I need an extra vernacular. Navicular? Yeah. Is she willing she... to do a donation? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell her you need a new navicular. Okay. Um, But let me tell you what they do for this surgery. It's, it's weird. They, they cut that bone off, and then they attach a tendon to what they call an anchor and, like, hook it to the other bone. The, the normal bone that's already in there. Yeah. And it just, like, attaches the tendon to it. Yeah. That's gross. But they told yeah. her, and it kind of forms an arc in your foot because she's got yeah. really flat feet. But they told her if she walks on it too soon, it will just snap. Oh, and she'll God. be flat-footed and there will be nothing they can do about it. Really? That's scary. It is because knowing her, she's going to be a pain in the ass about it. Right. Bless her heart. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'd be the same way probably. I wouldn't. Okay. I'd lay right on my fat, lazy ass on the couch <laughs> to the last possible second. Make her serve you. Exactly. Yep. 
Like, you know, I, my hospital. I love the hospital. Uh-huh. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Okay. Anything else, anyone? Oh, we should talk about uh, hockey trade deadline stuff. Do you want to do that now? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I guess I can. Sabres. It's mostly my team, right? Yeah. Speaking of which, they're up to nothing right now. Nice. Um, anywho, uh, Sabres uh, unloaded, as I thought they, as I think everybody thought they were going to. I'm actually really happy with what they've done. Um, I think they could have got a little more from Miller and Ott, but regardless of that, I think <laughs> after seeing how other teams did in getting return, it seems like it was definitely uh, tough to get a lot yeah. this trade deadline. I mean, people were there's. And like anything else, stupid fans and fans that realize the reality of things. Yeah. So I think after last uh, last season when they got a first rounder for Gostad, who's a pretty average player, yeah. he's plays a role. You know what I mean? Yeah. They expected to get more for a Matt Molson and uh, Steve Ah and a Ryan Miller mm-hmm. than they got, but I think they're set up pretty well to build for yeah. the future. Um, got a good young goalie. I mean, Neuvert is. He's decent, and yeah. he's still young. He's got another year on his contract. Chris Stewart's got another year on his contract. Um, I guess everybody by Twitter seems like him and Felino have a nice bruiser partnership going on right now. They're playing on the wings with uh, Hodgson, uh-huh. so he's got some protection around oh, him. Um, people are also excited to see him bang on Lucic a little bit. Yeah. Nice. I'm always up for that. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think they're they're set up pretty well. They got... Some first-rounders, some second-rounders. They picked up, actually, a pretty sneaky little trade they did. Uh, they traded Braden McNabb, who's one of their D prospects. He's 23 now, so I think they kind of knew what they were getting. And they have three or four other really good young prospects at defense. So they traded him and two second-rounders, which they had gotten previously from the Kings last season uh-huh. for Dar- or, uh, Robin Regeer. So they gave their, their picks back with Braden McNabb for two prospects. I can't remember their names. Uh, wait, Hudson Fashy? Sounds familiar. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. He plays for the under-20 junior American team. Oh, okay. He goes to Minnesota. Um, but he's uh, like a power forward who's got a lot of upside. I guess people are really excited about him. Um, and then the other guy, I'm never going to remember his name, but he used to be a defenseman. They switched him to forward. He's also more of a power guy, but he's going to be going right to uh, Rochester in the AHL. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they made out really well there because they didn't need Brain McNabb. Right. Um, he's a bruising defenseman. I guess Tim Murray, their new GM, doesn't really – he likes guys that can skate. Yeah. Brain McNabb can't skate. Right. He can hit. Yeah. Well, I've seen him. Yeah, yeah. He hits and he hits dirty, which I like, but right. he's gone now. So that I think that was a really good trade. Okay. That, that might have been their best trade, I, I felt like. But they did get two second-rounders for Molson. Uh, and after seeing how bad uh, the Islanders got fleeced for Vanek, <laughs> right. man, Garth Snow, how does he even have a job? I don't know him and uh, him and we were talking before about the, the Oilers too. Who yeah. Are, uh, despite their rebuilding efforts, they've been in the rebuilding forever. It seems and and getting a lot of first overall picks right. or early you know top five draft picks are still bad and we we talked about this off air but I was I've been listening to Buffalo Sports Radio the last two days. <laughs> And what they a, a caller actually called in and said, you know, I don't, I, I think they're set up well here, but I don't want to see them turn into the Oilers yeah. with all these top picks. And uh, I think they made a good point on. Uh, I think it was Andrew Peters actually. He's a, one of the commentators on there. He said that he thinks that Tim Murray, Murray has a little more sense than to just draft all these offensive guys that don't play defense. Yeah. And I think he's right based on on what I've seen. Yeah. You know what they did here in the off season, or I'm sorry, at the trade deadline. 
But yeah, I think their plan, their overall grand scheme, obviously they're going to get a top three pick this year, Mm -hmm. I would imagine. I don't know how far can they drop if they get the worst. Not very far. It's like maybe three. Yeah. Three picks for the lottery. The first rounder they got from the Islanders for Vanek can either be this year or next year. The Islanders are going to suck both years. Right. So, And I guess the Islanders get to pick which year it is. Um, and they've got some other first and second and third rounders that they can package if they need. They've got a ton of draft picks. Like I think it's like something like 17 first and second rounders over the next three or four wow. years. Holy crap. Yeah, they've got a shit ton of them. So they have plenty to work with there. And I think what they want to do is this kid that's coming in next, not this coming draft, the next draft. His name's Connor, Connor McDavid. McDavid. Yeah, he's supposed to be the next great one or yeah. whatever. I, I I would assume that's their plan. He's unbelievable. Yeah, I guess he scored a really nasty goal yesterday. Yeah. I didn't see the highlight. But. I did. Yeah, he was playing in that sixteen to eighteen league, and he was like fifteen. Yeah, he was a lot younger than everybody. Yeah. But I, I I'm assuming that's their plan because I mean you look at the Penguins and the Blackhawks, they sucked, and you get a guy like that, and yeah. you're back in the playoffs in two years. You know, you yeah. build around him and. Same but, thing with the Capitals. You know, I, and I talked time. to another Sabres fan about this, and I told him that, that that's what I think they're trying to do. But this is Buffalo sports. Right. So what's either going to happen? <laughs> they're going to get the worst record. They're not going to win the draft lottery. Right. Or they're going to get him, and he's going to get hurt really bad. Okay. Career It's going to be one of the two. You heard it here first. <laughs> okay. Remember that. If that happens... It's going to happen. <laughs> it has to happen. There's no other option. But yeah. You can't just be happy? No. <laughs> really excited for the future. I found that it's better to not have high expectations. Yeah. And for your boy, teams I never ever. do. Uh, because then if they win, you're like, hey. All, all right. right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still excited to go to the... We're going to the Predators-Sabers game next uh, Tuesday. Yeah. I'm still excited. I mean, I'm really happy with... If you're going to rebuild, this is the way to do it. Yeah, they're stockpiled with picks and ready to ready to get get get, go, get it going. Yeah, blow up your roster. Got to Should do we talk, talk some Rangers? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say the Rangers blew up their roster right before the uh, 2004 lockout, and uh, after that they've made the playoffs every year but two years. Yeah, yeah. So there's something to be said for it for sure. Yeah. What do you want to know about? Did anything happen to the Rangers? I don't. I heard they traded somebody for an old guy. Oh yeah, they got Rafael Diaz. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but really, what do you think of the Callahan trade? Yeah, I it was uh, it was Callahan in a couple first round and a conditional second round pick for Marty Marty San Luis. Do Um, Do you think the first round pick was a little much? At first I did, but the more I think about it, Marty San Louis makes them a far better team in the next two years. Uh, Corey, Callahan, let me ask you something real quick. Are they a cup contender in the next two years? I mean, honestly, I think they, I feel like they've been a, I know you'd probably disagree, but I feel like they've been a cup contender for the last three or, three or four, four years. But, like, yeah. I know there's cup contenders, and then there's cup contenders. Well, I mean, just a couple of years ago, they had the best record in the East. Yeah, but that was so. a couple of years ago. I'm talking this year and next year. Are they? Are they? The way they've, yeah. I mean, ever since maybe a quarter or halfway through the season, they've had one of the best records yeah. in the NHL. So I definitely think it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And granted, yeah, like Marty's, he's 39, but they only have him this year and next. It's not like they signed him to a long, long-term contract. Contract. The money isn't that much. I don't know exactly what it is. I want to say like five and a half million or something like that, which is a million less than Ryan Callahan wanted. Uh, Ryan Callahan is is much of uh, as much as I liked him. You know, he's a heart and soul kind of guy. I think his quote unquote intangibles are a little bit overrated for mm-hmm. a guy who wants a uh, eight year contract at seven million per. Yeah, definitely. he's not that kind of player. You no. know, you, you play superstars that put up point per game that that amount of money yeah. not guys like ryan callahan scores like um, 50 points it's it's unfortunate that they lost him but at the same time i'm i'm happy with the trade and eric like you always say you know picks are picks are a gamble especially in hockey um their their pick their first round pick wouldn't have been that great anyway would have been late i um, yeah. while i agree Corey, i me personally i don't see the rangers as they're gonna make the playoffs but i don't see them as that upper echelon of cup contenders, that doesn't mean they don't go on a run in the next Yeah, I was going to say, because you can, if you ride a hot goaltender, you sure. can go all the way. And oh, Lundqvist sure. is capable of that, Yep, I think. I agree with that. Because Quick, Quick was the only reason the Kings won a couple years ago. But but at the same time, they're not. I don't see them as one of those teams that people are going to be like, yeah, I think the Rangers right. definitely have a shot here. It's going to be like, well, if they get hot, yeah. it's one of those kind of teams. Yeah. Um, if they hadn't given up the first, if it was Callahan in a second, I'd be like, that's a great trade. The first, though, I don't know why. That's a lot. And, and Andrew Peters, when they were talking about this, he's like, what was, was Tampa asking for to start? Yeah. If that's what they got. You know? Because yeah. you got to think they talked him down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to look at San Luis. Yeah, he's he's 39, but he's also almost a point-per-game player throughout Still, his career. Yeah. No, and I, I totally agree. I just feel like if you're going to do that trade for a guy at that age and you have him for two years, you got to be a little bit more of a contender for me. I just think they, they knew that they weren't going to re-sign Callahan. Yeah. They knew that he wasn't happy playing with them and that they weren't going to get anything from him this year, and they were going to lose him after this year. So They're going to have nothing. Yeah, so I don't so. think their their bargaining position was as good as Tampa's bargaining no. position. No, I, I get it. I just, you know. I don't think I, – I, I disagree, Dan. Um, no. I think Callahan wanted to re-sign, and he actually said he was shocked that the deal didn't get done. Say they're stuck to his guns, and I'm actually glad he did because he's done some shit deals in the past. Right. Um, granted, he's been able to get out of them. That would have uh, been a shit deal. You're right. Yeah, for that amount of money for a guy like that who hasn't played a full season in three years since early on in his career. I mean, he's yeah. hurt like a well, quarter of the season. And you have to think the way he plays, that's only going to get worse. Right. Um. It, it, again, he's a likable guy. He's a he's a he's a great player. Uh. He's heart and soul. Heart and soul. You know, the the full package just not worth that kind of money. Yeah. Um. You can always find a guy who can lay it out there on the penalty kill, you know? Hmm. Dominic Moore could do that for the Rangers. Uh, maybe he's not the leader that Callahan is, but, you know, on the ice anyway, he brings right. – there's guys that can bring that. Um, Tampa Bay will probably be happy with him. Marty St. Louis wanted to leave Tampa Bay. Yeah. I don't know whose who's bargaining position was better. I think it's just one of those things that Marty St. Louis said, hey, I want to go to the Rangers, and he yeah. did. Um, so Tampa Bay didn't have much much to go with. You know, if I were like I, I was surprised, like a guy like Cam Talbot, who has won almost every one of his starts this year and has put a good save percentage uh, in, in goals against average, wasn't included in the deal. If I'm Tampa Bay, well, you know, I might consider a, a decently Tampa Bay's young... got good goaltenders. What, yeah, what the Rangers have parted with him? 
I don't know. I don't know. It's just if if I'm if I'm Tampa Bay, do, who are their goalies? Ben, ben, Bishop. ben Bishop, and, and they have uh, Anders Lindback. Oh, okay, so maybe they wouldn't need a goalie. No. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's. At first, I was like, oh man, what are they thinking? But the more I think about it, the more it's just like, yeah, I think they're a better team. You know, they're not breaking the bank. They they've got more room on the cap. Um, Callahan wasn't worth that much money anyway. Might as well let him walk. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is a good point. Okay. I hear you. All right. Uh, the only move the Predators made was, at least right at the deadline, was trading Legwand, who was the original Predator. He was the second overall pick their first year. Longest the, tenured? Longest tenured. He's been there the entire the entire entirety of the Predators franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, he, wa- he, he wanted too much money, I think. It was a, it was a contract year for him. Um, he wanted to stay, obviously, but not. You know, the, the Predators weren't going to resign him. He was making, like, I think, like maybe five million or four and a half million a year. Really? Um, and you know, he was a good player, a good all around player. Uh, not a great player, but he was one of our leading scorers. And for our, you know, we're we're still in the playoffs. It's not looking great. Um, but you know, to to trade away one of your leading scorers, I guess one of the prospects they got back in return is was one of Detroit's top prospects. So, oh, nice. so that's good. He's playing. He's playing for, for Milwaukee right now. But uh, yeah, uh, when you're offensively challenged and you trade away one of your one of your top uh, top forwards, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and they got Patrick Eves as part of the deal too. Who, hey, still kicking? Who I've met? Yeah, he he and played he's for dumber Binghamton. than a boxer rock. He played for Binghamton yeah. many many moons ago. Um, he's not going to help them at all. They have a ton of players like him. So uh, I also didn't mention another sneaky move uh, was Corey Conacher mm-hmm. that the, the Sabers picked waiters. up. I think you know as a second or third line guy, I think he could do well. Yeah, uh, probably be a first or second line guy right now with the Sabers, but um, you know. Uh, I, he said himself he just doesn't think he got a chance in Ottawa yeah. with the roster that they had to, to really show what he could do like on power plans and whatnot. So <clears throat> he's going to get a chance in Buffalo. He's going to play tomorrow night. It's his first game nice. against uh, Florida. Okay. Who just got Roberto Luongo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh? Is that? is that you, Corey? Is that you? What? Mm-mm. That's on Corey's end. What? I don't know. That was weird. We just got a weird audio glitch. I'm messing around with my setup. Apparently they can't hear me in the chat, so I'm messing around with stuff. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll tinker with it during the break. We're almost there. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, well, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with the, with the Predators trade. But man. It's a big trade year in, year in general, though. Like, lots of stuff went down. Yeah. No, I, I told Dan and Will it was perfect for me because the – I was writing the schedule for for everybody at work, so I get to listen to the radio all day. So I listened to the Buffalo sports coverage of it all day, and it was fantastic. Nice. Yeah, uh, NHL.com actually live streamed uh, TSN's Trade Center. Yep, I watched day, a little bit of it, which was nice. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our main segment on the South Park, the Stick of Truth, right after this. <laughs>
Welcome back, everybody, to episode 137 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Uh, we are in our main segment, which is going to be about South Park, the Stick of Truth. Uh, it was developed by Obsidian and published by Ubisoft after um, initially being uh, published by THQ uh, when they went out of business. Rip. Yeah, Rip. Rip THQ uh, when they when they went out of business, uh, Ubisoft purchased the I don't even know purchased the rights to publish the game. I don't even know how exactly that worked, but they're the new publisher. Uh, I'm you play as a new kid in South Park and join the epic struggle struggle for control of the mighty stick of truth. Um, I'll give a brief rundown on the mechanics and then we can uh, we can talk about our our thoughts on the game. Uh, graphically, it looks a lot like you're watching an episode of South Park on TV. I think if you were not familiar uh, with the game and you just saw someone playing it, you would probably think it was just an episode of South Park. Uh, it's got kind of an open world. You can kind of go wherever you want and complete quests as you see fit, which is also kind of cool. You get to explore South Park for the first time. Uh, there's a variety of ways to interact with the environment. Uh, chests, there's chests, backpacks, cupboards, drawers, closets that contain loot that you can get. Uh, you can also smack things or people in the environment with your weapon which is also a lot of fun. Uh, you have a ranged weapon that you can use to shoot stuff. Uh, also fun. You fart at things for various reasons, uh, accessing new areas, lighting things on fire. Um, you can also direct your current companion to do various things. Uh, Butters heals people, so if you see someone injured on the thing, you can direct Butters to, to heal them. Uh, and Kenny, the pr- who is Kenny the princess in this game, uh, can distract people by showing her quote-unquote boobs. <laughs> Great New York boobs. boobs. And, and is it is it anime Princess Kenny? It's uh yes yeah Princess nice. Princess Kenny from the I think uh, Kenny started playing playing as Princess Kenny during the um uh the Game of Thrones the Black Friday trilogy. Yeah, a song of uh, a song of Avast and Fire. Avast and Fire. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so at the beginning you create your own South Park character and pick a class the classes are fighter, mage, thief, and Jew which the Jew class is apparently a paladin-monk hybrid I read that, I didn't uh, didn't experience that myself but uh, the menus are done through the use of your smartphone uh, it's got an old like Facebook looking interface um, you have your special abilities, equipment quest lists on there, friend list, map uh, com- and companions are all accessed through your, your smartphone um, your friends list is also like a separate form of experience. As you get friends, you get additional bonuses. Perks. Perks, yeah, uh, for your character, which is also kind of cool. It's, uh, uh, you know, kind of a collectible almost, which is neat. Uh, combat is initiated when you either hit an on-screen enemy with your weapon or they hit you first. Uh, there's no random encounter, so that's a, that's something that's a little bit different from your traditional RPG, like old-school kind of RPG, um, is that, that the enemies are actually on-screen and you go up to them and fight them. Uh, the scene enemies can mostly be avoided if you want. If you hit them first, you get to attack first. So, you know, it, oh. if, if you... That's that's really important, especially, like, early Super in the important. game. Uh, yeah, because it gives you, you know, the first attack, which is... Like I said, very important. Uh, comment is similar to Mario RPG or Paper Mario, if anyone's familiar with those those games. Uh, Mario RPG, probably every, I, all of us. I've never played it. You never played Mario RPG? No. Nope. Ooh, it's so good. Uh, every every attack can be boosted with properly timed button presses. Uh, for example, Butter's hammer attack is stronger when you press A as the hammer flashes. Um, and all, pretty much every spell, every, at least that I've come across, um, has a, a button that you press to make it more powerful. And if you really like mess up the timing, it does one damage. 
So which I've done a ton. Yeah, the timing, especially like when when you have a new character and you're not familiar with the timing of their attacks, you get into a hard battle. It makes it really difficult to uh, to to do damage until you figure out the timing for their Mm -hmm. attacks. Um, similarly, all defense is done through timed button presses too, uh, which is really necessary later on the game, especially when things can kill you in in like one attack. Um, you have to you have to make sure you you time your time your defenses. Uh, status effect uh, mitigation and healing can be done with items like eating some cheesy poofs for healing and drinking bottled water to cure status effects. There's also a burrito that you eat to increase your mana. Um, I think. I don't know if it's Chipotle away or, or Chipotle or not, uh, and I haven't come across any Chipotle away for your underwear for cleaning <laughs> your underwear. Uh, like there's a taco that's that's what you use to revive uh-huh. your fallen fallen comrades. Weight uh, gain four thousand. Weight gain four thousand in there. Yep. Uh, Red Bull is like your PP. Yeah. Uh, Red Bull and so- Red like Bull's a soda. Red Bull is the large re- uh, restore. P- PP restore. Yeah. Which PP is what you use for your PP your powerpoints? So <laughs> I think so. PP. But they just yeah. they make the joke about PP. That's your like ability points. Yeah. Um, where was I? Oh, grossed out is one of the status effects, which is really funny because your character like barfs because they're grossed out, and you also can't use healing items when you're grossed out. So that's one of the status effects. Uh, burning. There's a few others. Uh, attack up, attack down. You know the normal, normal ones. Uh, you can also use a, an item. Or heal and attack in the same turn, so uh, you can heal yourself or use items first. And I then love sti- that. And sti- yeah, I do too, and still attack. Um, I think it would be really hard if you couldn't do that. It that would be, be a bitch, at least with my experience. Yeah, because some of the some of the battles are pretty hard. Yeah. So well, you can brave up to four times. <laughs> Shut up, Corey. <laughs> How many defaults do you get? Just two. Two. So that's a that's a brief rundown of the mechanics. Uh, what's what's everyone's thoughts? Eric, I'm going to start with you. Uh, what, what what did you think of the game? Well, let me first start by saying... Um, yeah, talk about your experience with getting the game first. Now, I've said for a long time now that I've wanted to stop purchasing games at GameStop because I don't want to support them any longer. Right. Um, I finally did that with South Park. And I have uh, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So I got uh, release date delivery, you know, guaranteed by Tuesday. Sure shit did not show up on Tuesday. Ugh. You have the worst luck. Dude, I really do. And I'm like, you know, I want to buy my things from Amazon. I don't yeah. want to support GameStop or Walmart or any place, really. So it's like, I, I don't want to do that again, though. Especially because of the podcast. Yeah. Because now... Time, that, time sensitive. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to play yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. So I'm like, well, fuck, that leaves me two hours. Yeah. Which is what I played at the game. Uh-huh. It's two hours. Uh-huh. Um. You know the thing is, Dan, at the time I was pissed off, but it goes away so quickly that I'm like, I'm not even going to call and bother. Yeah. Well, I think you can do it over chat, too. That's how I would do it. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, you can contact customers or email, even, I think you can do. Oh, maybe I'll do that. Um, Just write them an email. Say, hey, look, I I ordered this item. I'm a Prime member. I guaranteed game day delivery. I order shit all the time from you. Exactly. And it didn't come on time. Yeah. Be angry, um, man. They'll I, give you money. I thought about this was uh, my girlfriend's idea. She's like, tell them you're on a podcast and you, you won't get paid because of this. Right. Whoa. Because you didn't get to play the game. In time. Yeah. Or you got fired. <laughs> right. Oh, it's your podcast. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah, but anyway, so I didn't get to play it until today. Uh, I got about two hours in before the podcast today. 
Uh, I really like it. I only have one complaint, which I'm I'm sure we'll get to complaints. Um, mm-hmm. I really really like it so far. I can't wait to play more. I feel like it's gonna go by like nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just because the the world is so cool. Yeah, we haven't had a good South Park game no. forever. It feels like you're playing an episode of South Park. It does. Doesn't it? it feels like you're in the episode. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, let's see. A couple of my favorite things that I've discovered. Uh, I would highly recommend. Searching Cartman's mom's bedroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make sure you look through every drawer there, and and not just Cartman's mom's bedroom, but everything that you open. Make sure you look at even the junk stuff. The Make sure you look at what the items are and yeah. and their descriptions because it's hilarious. Yeah. Um. But definitely in Cartman's mom's room. Um, I've opened doors and seen a guy pleasuring himself under a blanket. Uh-huh. <laughs> I opened a door and saw a naked woman with her jubblies out. Saw that one, too. Um, one of my other favorite things that I've done is when you see a toilet and you use a toilet and you tap X pre- fast enough, you get a shit nugget <laughs> in your inventory. Yeah. And when you throw it at your opponents, they get grossed out uh-huh. and they throw up every turn. So it's like... The, there's it's damage. Ble- yeah, it's, it's damage over time. There's bleeding. Yeah. But grossed out was another one. And if you throw your shit nugget at them, they get grossed <laughs> out and it's great. Yeah. And that's a free way to get shit nuggets. Yeah. You get shit nuggets. On. You could sit there for an hour if you want to just and get stockpile. shit nugget after shit nugget. <laughs> as long as you can press X fast enough. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy the combat. I'm glad that the timing is hard. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that adds a little bit to it. If it was easier to to get the timing of the combat down i think it would take a lot away from it yeah it would be a little too easy yeah it brings a little more challenge to the game yeah um what class did you start off as well i picked you oh did you okay of course it is i'm a mage i went with the mage well you know and i knew i was gonna pick you going in because i figured you'd probably pick mage because you usually do i didn't know what will would pick actually i didn't even know Corey was getting the game but um i named my character jeff Mm -hmm. after my friend who's jewish and I made him look like Jeff uh-huh. uh, until I got dyes and stuff. <laughs> right. But yeah, I yeah, I, I really enjoy it. The, I've got uh, I just got uh, an electric wand. Uh-huh. It's like a television antenna. Yeah, that was my second weapon. That's on my guy. yeah, it's my second weapon. I'm probably about due to get a new weapon right now. I'm level three, I think. Um, I just <laughs> have the ability jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> But yeah, the the battles are tough. Which also, I'm like I said, I'm glad that the battles are kind of hard. It really adds something to it. And it would I I wouldn't like it as much if it was easier. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely should stockpile um, your healing. Yeah. Uh, not you'll potions. Your healing foods. Yeah, you'll need it. You will definitely need it. Uh, you cure potions because you do get a lot of those damage over time things that you should should cure. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I really enjoy it. I can't wait to get back into it. The The world, obviously, is awesome. Yeah. The humor's great. Uh, there were a couple times that I, I burst out laughing. Oh, one of, I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I know it's not, it's minor spoils, right, but it, right. part of that game that's, so, yeah. that's great is the writing. Yeah, see, one one of the things I'm a little disappointed about is because I, I never read like previews for games, but yeah. this was one game I read previews for probably like a year and a half ago and i i knew the opening sequence like i knew what happened oh my god and man i I'd have I was, forgot it the next day i was disappointed that i still remembered all that from reading it like a year and a half ago huh. uh you know how how your the, how your character comes by their name um you know in the game uh that that that's given to them by cartman 
I wish I hadn't known that going in because I think it would have been that much better. I, I do have to say, if there were some way that I could be called Jeff, I would, I'd giggle every time. Right. If that was possible. Right. <laughs> Just because I'm an asshole. My friend's Jewish, yeah. so I named my character Jewish Jeff. But uh-huh. um, no, I like I said, I really love it. Uh, okay. I think exploring the world is really fun. I didn't even know that you could fart and light stuff on fire. Oh, yeah. I didn't that's, know you could you, fart. You probably don't have that ability yet. Okay. That's probably something you get a little Farting? later on. Yeah. We can I fart right off the bat. Yeah. You, yeah, you can fart. Right. I found that out just before I came over here. Okay. Um, There's different types of farts that you learn. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> that have different abilities. Oh, God. I love getting uh, text messages from Butter's dad yeah. apologizing. Yeah. Just for how Butters is. Did you go to Stan's house yet? <laughs> no, I haven't gone to oh, Stan's house. I, I, this is what I've done. Okay. I, I did the opening part, got through like basic the basic tutorial of how to fight, mm-hmm. and I'm just walking in a big circle or square, however you want to look at it, around the map. Okay. Just like unlocking the fast travel. Yeah. I think I've got seven flags out of the 12. I found some Which underpants. Jimmy Jimmy does the... Uh... Jimmy does the <laughs> run, runs runs the fast travel service. How great is that? You, you I, I think it only does it the first time you find another flag. You hear all this galloping. It reminds yeah. me of Monty Python yeah. with the, the coconuts. You yeah. hear this g- loud galloping, and up comes Jimmy strolling along on this little toy horse, pulling him in this stupid carriage, and you jump in like a radio flyer yeah. wagon wagon, and he t- <laughs> takes you where you're going. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's really great. Okay. I haven't done any of the quests really. The only one I did was getting butters. I just found the coffee shop, so okay. I'll get tweaks soon. Yeah. Um. Oh, you're going to get. Uh, you're recruiting the allies at the beginning. Yeah, that's that's. I've just been wandering around. Uh-huh. Like, uh, I did something cool. <laughs> I I don't know how cool it is, but I got a pretty good giggle out of it. Uh, did you go to the prison? Yes. Yeah. Did you unlock the? Yep. What the the cop said to me as i did that was yeah. what i i thought was really funny yeah absolutely um okay what did he say do you want me to say it yeah go ahead uh, he yeah, goes go ahead. well he still had a couple years left on his <laughs> sentence but you've got the key <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just struck a chord with me and i was like that's fucking great <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay. And then as you get up to the police station, there's a cop outside the station on the phone, and he goes, yeah, we've had a lot of calls about a rabbit bouncing around in people's yards. Think I'm going to go check that out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, it's just like cops. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Will? How much did you get into it? I'm actually the same spot as Eric. About an hour or two in, I've been wandering around South Park. I also picked the Jew class. Uh I wanted, I didn't know if Eric was going to, because he said he didn't get it yet. So I wanted to have somebody play as the Jew class. Uh, I would have picked Thief otherwise, but. Oh. uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go for it. Well, I should have talked about this. Are we going to talk about dislikes after? Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um. One thing I found really funny is looking through the abilities. Like, there's jujitsu. Oh. There's circumcythe. It's <laughs> another one. <way. laughs> I about pissed myself when I saw jujitsu. 
Oh, uh, there's another one. The like Jewish special ability is what is it? Throwing the first stone. Is that what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Throwing, throwing the, the first, first stone. stone. That's right. And if you hold, oh, do the it, sling of David. Yeah, the sling of David. Yeah, the sling of David. It's the first <laughs> one you get. It's got the description is to throw the first stone. <laughs> and if you mess it up, you hit yourself in the face. Oh yep. man. Um, Which I did like three times yeah, before I finally got it, it right. Yeah. And Car- while Cartman was insulting, Cartman's you. calling you a douchebag repeatedly. <laughs> um. I met Al Gore. He was in the woods. He told me to come here, and I was like, oh, that's Al Gore. Come and here. He's like, come here. I've got something to tell you. So he's explaining Man Bear Pig to me. So there's that side quest. Yeah. Um, Guys, I got to go. I'm going to go play it. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I tried getting into Canada because I know that there's like a Canada section of the game. Which I've heard is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that's good, too. I haven't even gotten there yet. Um, also, I liked going into... I won't say whose garage, but the meth addicts that were in there—they're called oh, witch doctors. Yeah, which was pretty funny. That did you come across the goth kids yet? No, I didn't. Hanging out at the school. They're behind the school and they won't talk to you till you get dressed like them. They're like, "We don't talk to conformists. Go find clothes like ours and come back." Dude, when the one goth kid flicks his hair, I laugh every time. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I'm having a blast with it. Me and my friend, like, some of my friends are watching me play, and we're all laughing, you know, yeah. during it. Like, the opening scene was great. Um, just, I'm loving it so far. Yeah. Uh, like, everything Eric talked about, I'm pretty much at the same spot. So. Okay. But it is awesome so far. I, you know what? And I really, I, I think I'm going to love the story. I just like that it's, like, a spoof on Lord of the Rings yeah. and all that. You yeah. know what I mean? And just, like... The idea that it's just these stupid kids play, playing this in his backyard and Cartman's got the whole thing set up. It's so cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I wish we had had cool stuff like that when we were kids. No like, or, or, or the uh, the uh, not laziness to build stuff like that in our own yards. Like, that would have been amazing. I got a good kick out of when I came across a priest sitting on the park or the, uh-huh. the bench. And he's, like, talking about all these kids who are uh, running around dressed like uh, mages and all their magic and how it's for the devil and mm-hmm. I got you know I gotta get a kick out of that mm-hmm. that was funny what I like wait about till it. you have to find Jesus as a part of a quest oh I just oh, got man. that quest okay. that's good <laughs> yeah he says you won't yeah it was a priest yeah he gives it to you he says he won't talk to you till you find Jesus Father Maxi <laughs> and it, it pops up find Jesus as your quest <laughs> yeah. I was like that's that's too good <laughs> um, what I what I like about it is like you know there's a lot of games we try to implement humor mm-hmm. and it's just not funny but this game is just yeah. well it didn't really have so a choice funny. but to be funny, funny right. yeah if it wasn't funny it would have been really it would have well, flopped not just that but considering the writers were a huge part in it yeah. how could it not be yeah. Yeah, that's what I noticed that the the writers you know they could say that they're a huge part but they were actually you know instrumental into oh, it sure. it was huge and mm. it is hysterical I'd laugh at a lot of the stuff in it yeah yeah. Well, I mean, the the writers were Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah, so. yeah, and it it shows. <laughs> it sure. absolutely does. What was your experience with it so far, Corey? Like I said, I played five minutes right before we started recording, and uh, <laughs> you know, I love South Park. I've tried to watch. I'm sure there's a few I've missed, but I've tried to watch every episode since since they started. You know, yeah. back in I think I was in fourth grade when they started. Wow. Uh, I went on our class Washington D.C. trip in fifth grade. And I got an "Oh my God, they killed Kenny" T-shirt. Uh, so you know, I've, I've sort of been there the whole time. And granted, my experience was only five minutes, but that moment when I get control of my character yeah. in South Park, yep, I was just like, "This is gonna be so cool." Yep. Yeah, 
I actually uh, tweeted a picture at, right after I had made my character of me in South Park, and I'm like, yeah. Did you make him look like great. you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm such an asshole, but I made my guy look like a <laughs> Jewish lawyer. Nice. <laughs> well, did you like when you picked the Jew class? You got the yarmulke. Yeah, you get a yarmulke and like this holy cape. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't pick your class until after you play a little bit, right? Because yeah. I didn't pick a class. Yeah, yeah when, you have to right. play it for a bit. When you meet okay. Cartman is when you pick a class. He asks you what you want to be right after. That's when it, and they right describe when I, it. Right when I met Cartman is when you guys called and I had to turn it off. Uh, but I did play for those first five ten minutes and just explored and, and found shit and stuff and yeah it's it's great man and even like after Cartman does his little intro thing and then it's seen on your house and there's like a sign and it says for sale yeah. and then over it it says sold like even that was just like the funniest thing to me yeah I don't know why they're they're so good at like you can tell they're they're so smart at everything that like they've studied like cinema and stuff and simplified it down in this way that they can just take you know the most descriptive scene and just make it into something simple and so funny and smart it's it's it, it's unbelievable how good it is yeah mm-hmm. oh god they're they're brilliant what they, they really do. are there's people that are just at a different level like there's musicians that i've always thought were just at a higher level at what they do and yeah. I mean they're at the highest level yeah. of what they do. And I'm glad I'm glad that they decided to do what they did with it cuz they yeah. they could have very easily gone with the the douchey uh uh self-righteous type of thing but instead they decided to make a cartoon, a yeah. funny cartoon yeah. with it, you know, and use that as their their medium for all their all their social commentary and mm-hmm. stuff. It, it's just so well done. It is. So well done. And I think it's exactly what South Park people who who like need and want. Uh, The question is, and we asked this last episode, do you think people who aren't familiar with South Park would appreciate and enjoy this game? I I actually thought quite a bit about this. And because it came up on the the Steam forums quite a bit, like people asking, you know, I don't like South Park. Will I like this game? And that type of person, the person that doesn't like South Park, I don't That's think will like this game. That's not somebody I want to hang out with. Oh, well, yeah. Not only do I not like that person, but <laughs> I'm a, I'm with Dan. They are not going to like that game. No. Uh, but, but, but at the same time, I think maybe if you're not familiar with South Park and this is your first experience with it, um, it may turn you into South Park fan. Uh, that being said, I think people that have watched South Park will get more get out a, of it. A lot more out yeah, of it. Yeah, Like, there's just little things like. There's a it's lot of fun. fan like, service like said, in it. Like, uh, just going into Cartman's mom's room. If you've yeah. never watched South Park before, you, you, you don't, don't know, know that, that she's a raging slut. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> you're not going to understand Maybe why. Man. Yeah, why you find all of these things. And, like, one of the junk items that I found was, like, a statue of St. Peter. Mm. And I burst out laughing. And I'm like, <laughs> I love that episode. It's so funny. But Saint I wouldn't Peter. have gotten that out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? <laughs> See, that was so good. It's uh, so good. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you guys think uh, non-South Park people wouldn't like it because it's like offensive humor, or no? I mean, I think like like Eric said, like if you're if you don't like South Park, I don't think the game is going to change your mind. But if you're not familiar with South Park, it might like get you into it. But but I think what Eric means is is there's a lot of fan service and inside jokes um, that only South Park fans are going to get and find funny. You know. Do you guys think it stands on its own as a game, aside from the South Park part, part of it? I want to say no. Bor- it's borderline. Yeah, probably I'm, I'm going to say no borderline. for me. I don't even think it's borderline. 
Well, I pulled some uh, some quotes, okay. per usual, Let's like I like to do for reviews. Uh, I took the most negative review, which was from most negative reputable review, because Kotaku? there's some real negative ones from websites you've never heard of kind of thing. Kotaku, uh, yeah. I don't like to pull that. So I pulled Shack News, um, which I used to listen to the Weekend Confirmed podcast, so... You know, I know a little bit about Shaq News, and the guy that reviewed it is named Ozzy. Well, uh, well hey, a... Corey, can I jump in real quick? Yeah. Should we talk dislikes before we do this? We can do that. Well, this is going to be dislikes. All right. We'll say... You, you can do your own if you want first. Well, I only had a couple. Um, and I saw this on, on numerous reviews. Um, the choppiness when you're running. Yeah. I found it. It's pretty bad. Mm. Luckily for me, I don't really care, but... Knowing how gamers are, I could see how that would be a big issue. Yeah, it's I, I, for me, it's really bad. Okay, has it been choppy for you? PC? No, but I'm on PC and they didn't have the problems that the consoles oh, did. Oh, yeah, you should watch it on my PS3 because it's okay. really choppy. Okay, I've heard that. Um, that that's one of the 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 criticisms of it, and and like uh, that the 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 console versions are a lot more buggy than the PC yeah. versions. I haven't really had any issues. I've had uh, that. It for, for me, there's so much more positive to it that I don't care. Right. Yeah. Um. The only other thing, I opened it. I got the uh, special pre-order bonus with extra classes or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So I put the code in, downloaded it, installed the game, started it. And it said you have to delete all of your game files for this game because it's corrupted. And I'm like, I didn't fucking play it yet. So I went and Googled it. And apparently it has something to do with if you download the DLC and update after you download DLC with the latest update, it fucks up your your save file or something like that. So I deleted everything. And I didn't even re-download the download yet. Okay. But... That was my first thing. I was like, oh, God, I just want to play this fucking game. Yeah, and that's you know? how you start. But, yeah, those are my only two bad experiences. Okay. Go ahead, Corey. Uh, well, just briefly, while we're on the subject, we're talking in the chat about the the bugs in the game. Yeah. Uh, and I actually tweeted this. It's, it's you know, considering it's an Obsidian game, Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not really all that surprised no. now with what happened with especially Fallout New Vegas. Oh. That was a disaster was, at launch. It was it was a disaster, um, and and I'm not surprised. There's there's bugs with the console version. What separates it from the PC version, though? I mean, in, in terms of development, is there anything or just? I don't know actually. And but like the way you know a game is buggy is if you go on the Steam forums and the entire page is. Uh, help me. Yeah, help. I can't. I can't do this. I can't do that. But like, there's only occasionally one, and a lot of it. Some of some of it is is choppy. But there's very like most of the people are complaining about the cost. Um, people that probably aren't South Park fans and just wanted an RPG to play, um, but yeah, there's not a lot of of people on P- on the PC version that are are having major issues. I've had a couple minor graphical glitches, which I'll get into a little bit later. But um, by and large, I've had very very few problems. All right. So. Well, I'll go to back to Ozzy's review yeah. on on Shack News. Uh, he gave it a sixty out of one hundred. Uh, I'll just read. I have three separate quotes here. I'll just read them, and then you guys can comment as uh, accordingly because you guys played it a lot more than I did. He says, The real challenge comes from trying to figure out where to go next. It's easy to get stuck at certain points, and the game is almost never clear on how to proceed. I don't view that as negative. I like that in games. And plus, I think it's clear enough. Yeah. You have your quest log yeah. and your map that has an exclamation mark about where you go for your quest. Yeah, that's not a valid criticism. I'm not really sure what more this guy wants. 
how much hand holding do you need, really? Okay. Would be my question to him. Yeah. So you guys would say poo poo? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a silly complaint. All right. It could be a little uh, more fleshed out, but I think it's fine. Yeah. It's serviceable as a as a RPG Absolutely, video. Absolutely, especially yeah. for well, a silly RPG. Well, yeah. I feel like that if it held your hand too much, that person would complain about it doing that. So. <laughs> He's reaching on that one. Yeah. I think. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, the stick of truth also suffers from some noticeable bugs. Which we we just talked about some some issues some issues are small like voiceovers overlapping but I also hit several instances where scripted events would fail to queue up. The first time I hit this was during one of the game's opening tutorials, requiring me to reboot my game completely. I've heard of other people having problems uh, with that, but again, it seems to be more on the console versions than on the PC version. Hasn't happened to me yet. Yeah. Um, all right, and this is just, it's its sort of long, but this is his summation of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just bear with me while I read it. As an RPG, it's hard to recommend South Park The Stick of Truth, given that there are a number of more polished titles that offer deeper, deeper battle systems in much larger worlds. As a South Park game, however, this is easily at the head of the class, nailing the show's humor at just about every turn. Even with its shortcomings, South Park fans owe it to themselves to play through The Stick of Truth story, as it's paced and structured very much like the show's classic three-part episodes. This is very much a game for fans of the show only. I I don't completely disagree. No, yeah. I don't either. But I think he may have gone in expecting something a little different. I I feel like you have to expect a a certain thing going into this yeah. game. It's it, for for me. It was a South Park game first and an yeah. RPG second. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you're going in expecting an RPG first and a South Park game second, you know you, you have different expectations. Obviously, yes. But. Yeah. And I think he may have been a little off on what he was expecting. Yeah. Is what it sounds like to me. Yeah. 60's way low though. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wicked low. I would never get But that low I mean, I guess my question for you guys would be if you not only like maybe I don't know, I don't know. I guess there's two ways to approach it. If you do not like South Park, what do you give this game? If you you just it's South Park is just not for you. It's hard for me to say cuz I do like South Park, but <laughs> I mean, as like as a standalone RPG, I don't know. Probably, I would probably 60. give it a six. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. As a standalone RPG, but don't if you buy it going in expecting that and not liking South Park, then you're the idiot. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you, Eric. I I I, I agree entirely. Um, it's like it's like somebody buying a Batman game or something who doesn't like Batman. Yeah, or uh, buying a beer when you don't like beer. Like, <laughs> yeah. just don't. It's like maybe you're not the best person to give this a score for your website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, granted, I think there there is value in reviews like this because sure. if you're somebody who who doesn't like uh, South Park, you can go to this review and be like, yeah, this guy's kind of getting at what I what I would feel about this game. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I, I wouldn't recommend this to somebody that doesn't like just outwardly doesn't like South Park. I would tell them not to buy this game. Yeah. If somebody's interested in South Park, watch a few episodes. I tell first. them to watch quite a few episodes first. Right, I, like even the primer that they gave with the six episodes to watch. That's a little light. Yeah, it is. It is light. I would watch. You know, what would be kind of cool is if we did our own list after we played. Yeah, you know. A good idea. Maybe add some to their list, but uh, like the one with St. Peter. Yeah. If I hadn't seen that episode, I would have had no idea what, what that the, was about. What that joke <laughs> and meant, since yeah. I did see it, it's fucking hilarious. What about uh, shitty sushi? Yeah. <laughs> Corey, I saw the building in the background, and I go to I go to my girlfriend. I was like, I want to go back and look at this, <laughs> the shitty sushi place. 
I was so excited when I found oh, it. Oh, the, the 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 shitty walk leads to a good a good side mission. Oh. I can't really, wait. With, I can't the, wait. with the goddamn Mongorians. It's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> it's really good. It's one of my favorite ones. It's really but, good. Yeah, I, I would recommend watching. If you have an, an inkling that you might want to be into South Park, watch it before you play the game. Yeah. At least get a kind of a background of, of what South Park is all about. And, Maybe look at Google, like, best of South Park lists yeah. on Google and see what people suggest. Because, obviously, they're probably going to focus on that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You got more reviews? I've got, yeah, I've got one uh, from Giant Bomb. This is the best reputable score I could find. Uh, Giant Bomb gave it a 100, wow. which is uh, impressive. It was reviewed by Alex on Giant Bomb. Um, yeah, this is just his sort of wrap-up. I'll read it, and again, we can, we can discuss. Uh, the Stick of Truth is the best South Park game by a country mile, yeah. but even removed from the franchise's dismal history with video games, it's also just one of the funniest games I've ever played. It pays tribute to the series' long history of memorably offensive jokes while also delivering an original story hilarious enough to stand on its own. Even more importantly, its gameplay is in no way an encumbrance to your enjoyment. Obsidian has fashioned an honest-to-God RPG out of the South Park universe, one with enough enough depth and longevity to hold your interest even when the comedy takes a breather. If the fantastically foul world of Stan, Kyle, Cartman, and Kenny still holds any appeal to you, the Stick of Truth is a game well worth your time. Yeah, yeah. and that's a lot more with, with how I feel about the game, too. Um, that would be... that's. I would give it not not a perfect score, but probably pretty close to a perfect score. Um, as, yeah. as a longtime South Park fan, I, yeah, I I wouldn't give any low, lower than a nine, probably. Yeah, uh, just based off of what I've played. Yeah, I'm I'm at about nine hours. Um, I guess it's relatively short. You can beat it in like twelve, thirteen, doing some of the side stuff. Um, and my whole desire for the game was for it to feel like you were playing in a South Park episode, which. Uh, it nails, obviously. Yeah. Um, I didn't want it to feel like it was, you know, like you know, a side thing or you know, some something that that you were doing outside of the show, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and it, and it doesn't feel like that that at all, um, which is nice. One of the listeners, Dave in Boston, who oh, just joined the the chat. Welcome, Dave. Um, he says it's too complex to play. He says combat is a three step turn based system. Farting is way too complicated. The whole buddy special powers were not explained well. Um, requiring you to switch party members to get through a level was not explained. And it's just too complex for self park game. Uh, I didn't find it to be complex. Um, you're, you're right. I think some of the stuff isn't explained all that well. And really, I think uh, the, the, the he's right about the buddy system. They kind of don't explain that at all. There's... Um, a mission where you have to have like a buddy help you uh, during it. And uh, I think what, what what's left to you is if you want to like go back and you, cause I feel like there's, there's parts in the game where you can use the buddy system uh, to access extra stuff. Like, uh, you know, cause one of the things you can do in the game is collect, collect the chin Pokemon. Yep. Uh, and, and I feel like like that, that's kind of a, a side thing, you know, to complete the main story. I don't know that you need that much of the buddy system. Um, but, but to experience like, like everything the game has to offer, I, I do think that that is an important part of, of, of reaching people that you couldn't talk to that are just on the ground and, and whatnot. Um, but so he, he does have a point. Yeah. Um, some of it is not, not explained particularly well. I don't think it's, it's, it's too hard or complex. Um, but I don't think I've played it long enough to comment right. on that. Yeah, right. Same here. Um, I, you know, I, 
part of that part one of the things i like in a game is is figuring out all this stuff on my own you know yeah i'm um, kind of going that way myself it's, it's part part of it like 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 i bring up crusader kings you know that's a 25 30 hour learning curve um yeah but so I'm, i i, I kind of like that for me, me um i don't i don't think a game like this can afford to be more complex i mean do you guys no, but uh, but like I, I, I'm not playing it to to learn gameplay mechanics and figure stuff out on my own. Like I am playing like a like a um, uh, Dragon's Dogma or like right. a Dark Souls or something like that. You know, I'm or a Terraria even. Like I'm playing a South Park game to experience South Park and, yeah. and and be immersed in that world and enjoy it. I mean, do you guys think maybe because people are going in with that perspective that they don't have the patience that you know an, a, another type of game that is more about you know learning maybe. and experience, and you know what? It might might be the type of situation where your maybe your average South Park fan that wants to get into the game isn't necessarily a, a RPG player. Yeah, you know. I it, well, at the same token, though, I I just based off of what I've played of it, I don't I don't think it's that complex. I didn't find personally. it. To, I like I said, I'm about nine hours in, and I didn't I didn't find it to be particularly complex. I mean. Yeah, I mean, there's a little figuring out, but it's not uh, hard. It's not a, a yeah. It's not, I mean, it's you're, not. I would say you're on to something though, Dan. It's if not you're Crusader not a, Kings. If you're not an RPG player, you might. Yeah. Take if you if, a little if more it's time. your first RPG, um, it might uh, you know you might have some figuring out of things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. It never crossed my mind that it was me either. complex. And and a lot of it is the game kind of teaching you things gradually, and then you go you go back and use that like the things that you learned in the game, like in the world, you know, yeah. to unlock. Like I said, the to find more Chim Pokemon or or, <laughs> or or meet more friends to put on your 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 friends your list. Facebook friends list so. to get more. Wish... Uh, what it's called? Perks. Perks. Yeah. Perks. I kind of wish there were more games though, like like this, that are just things that I love. Like yeah. when I first walked out of that house, and Butters was the first person I ran into on <laughs> yeah. the street, just warmed my heart yeah, so much. Like, oh, I was like, Butters. "Oh, this is great." Yeah, you're absolutely okay. right, Corey. I think for South Park fans, they nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, I couldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't. Would, don't think I would change anything about the game so far. And I would guess I'm probably about three quarters of the way into the game. I think it's about a twelve hour game. Yeah, I played. I played nine hours. Yeah, what do you think about the length? I heard a lot of complaints about that. Yeah, I. Uh, it's fine. I think it's about as, how games are now. As long yeah. as the pacing is good, like it doesn't feel too rushed or it doesn't feel too slow, which I don't think it does. Um, and a lot of that depends on how fast you want to play through events. Like you, could, if you wanted to, you could probably get through it in probably eight hours i would guess and, and so get the kotaku a decent guy through. took him about 10 yeah and it would probably take me a little bit more it'll probably take me like 12 if i had to guess well, but like i that's said fine. i've played for two hours and i've done nothing but wander around yeah so it's probably gonna take me like 12 or 14 yeah no i think that i think the pacing is is just right it doesn't feel too short i'm gonna play through it again I, so and i've already thought about doing that and yeah. i never play through things again yeah but i want to play like the other the other classes yeah there's also some decisions you can make, which would mm. probably influence the story a little later on in the game. So Ooh. I would like to see if and how those change the change the game at all, too. So. Okay. One last question for me. Word. Um, game of the year contender? I don't think so. Probably not for me. No, I don't it's think so. It's just a happy place. Yeah. Um. I would. I would put. Uh, you're. Right, yeah. 
happy places is a good way to put it. Um, I wouldn't stack it up against like a bravely default and consider it to be a better game. Like, would you put it in the same category maybe as like AC four last year? Kind of just like where you want to be, where you want to hang out, where you want to play. Uh, I guess different because we've had we've. Like you said, we've been there and seen the whole thing. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, it's just a little slice of heaven. Yeah. I don't think AC4 would be described as a little slice of heaven. <laughs> no, other than the no. ship combat. Yeah. That was a slice of heaven. I mean, me. pirate stuff is cool, but like, you're talking about being in a South Park show. Yeah, yeah. That's true. You know? <laughs> that's true. And that's really the coolest thing about it, is putting yourself in right. South Park. Well, then, I mean, can you compare it to anything? Or do you think I, it's its own thing? I think thing? it's its, its like, own thing, man. really. It's yeah, its I don't own, know. It's, there is a new category of video game called South Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is the only good one. Okay. And Maybe we need, to, we need to think of a, of a thummy for that kind of game. Right. Because yeah, right. it's deserving of... the heaven of, game of the year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's deserving of, of praise, but yeah, I wouldn't stack it up against like the better games that are going to be coming out no. this year. I mean, honestly, I haven't played Infamous yet, but I, I, would pro- I would imagine... If I had to bet, that would probably be more of a contender for Game of the Year than, yeah. than South Park. Without even having played it. Not to say that it's not awesome. Oh, it's but, but you're absolutely right. It's Slice of Heaven. And, yeah. and it, it, it gets you in the feels a little bit. Yeah. And it's funny. and it's so funny. Yeah, I don't know about Game of the Year contender, though. Who knows? I may, uh, the ending may be so good it knocks my socks off. <laughs> but we'll see. Knocks my socks off. It's a long year yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, if Witcher 3 doesn't come out this year, there ain't a shit ton we're looking forward to. No. <laughs> Destiny. Batman. Batman, yeah. Um, but yeah, ba- back in, one, one of the really the things I really like about it is, uh, you know, the game kind of starts off with, with kids playing heroes, but obviously, like any of the, the trilogy-type episodes, it becomes so much more than just that. Yeah. Like, it quickly escalates in scale, the the things that you're doing, so that that's a really cool thing about it. But, like... Even when you're just playing kids playing heroes or whatever, uh, you're still like destroying a lot of property, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> um, one one of the events I'm not going to spoil, it, but it takes place in Jimmy's house, and by the end of it, Jimmy's how you know his parents' bed is destroyed. A lot of the house caught on fire. There's a big explosion <laughs> where the door cut out. I'm like, that's fantastic. the The school gets gets its due uh, <laughs> with with just kids playing elves and humans. You know, like yeah. that, that's fantastic. <laughs> so good. Uh, the, the only bugs I had were I actually wrote them down because I wanted to talk about them. Uh, there was one brief part where my character's skin disappeared briefly after I came out of a doorway, but as soon as I walked in another doorway, it went away. Uh, my character one time was just gliding and not walking after using one of my fart abilities. Uh, <laughs> and then there was slightly laggy, laggy audio when I when I was talking to Mr. Hanky at one point. Like the mouth and the talking weren't quite synced, but that's the only only issues i've had bug wise so one of my other favorite lines i just saw this stand right at the beginning when uh, you get to the cartman's backyard the whole uh, defense fortress setup uh-huh. is it clyde that's back there in the stables yeah clyde yeah <laughs> he's in the stables with cartman's cat um cartman's introducing you to all of his cronies he goes this is clyde he's blessed with the power of uh what's he no got? it's scott oh, malkinson malkinson, malkinson. Blessed with the power of diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on his weapon strap, he's got needles and insulin. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Scott Malkinson. I got a good kick out of that, too. Yeah. Uh, so good. So, yeah. Any other thoughts on South Park? 
I did have one other one, but it escapes me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you're a South Park fan, you should play South oh Park and Stick of Truth. Absolutely. Um, even if you watch it like back in the day for a while and kind of got out of it, I think I think it's, it makes it's, me want to watch it again. Absolutely. I was telling my wife the same exact thing. Um, even for sixty dollars, do you guys think it's a must buy for South Park? If you're yes. a South Park fan, yes, yeah. definitely. If you're a mild South Park fan, I'd wait maybe. Yeah. Maybe forty wait, bucks. Wait till it goes on sale. But yeah, if you're a South Park fan, there's no it's six. I'll get sixty dollars worth out of it. Yeah. If, if not, just for the laughs. Yeah. You know, yep. totally I've agree. already in two hours. I feel like it was worth sixty bucks to me. You know. Yeah, and once again, the other night I was playing it and. I was going along enjoying the story, and then I realized it was 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I was like, I got to go to bed. Oh, this is easily one of those games that's just going to fly by, and yeah. you're not even going to realize it. Because you get into what you're doing in yeah. the story, and, and time just flies right by. Uh-huh. First yeah. thing I thought of, Dan, yeah. was that this game is going to fly by. Yep. So. Thumbs up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I should have it beaten in the next night or two, too, so I'll be able to yeah. give a final verdict and hopefully I'm, get out a review card. Yeah, hopefully i got to yeah. see how my, my work schedule <laughs> sets up with the ladies this week. Uh, well, Tuesday Tuesday's off the table because we're going to Sabres game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm hoping I can get a beat pretty quickly. Yeah. Although I don't really have any reason to beat it quickly. I do for Titanfall, but that's it. Is that next week? Next Tuesday. Okay. Also, that's what we're – oh, you want to wait on that. Episode for that. Yeah, because I don't know if I'm going to be able to, yeah. get to play it before, depending yeah, on yeah. server issues. But Fair enough. Yeah, South Park, definitely. Good stuff. Yep. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break and be back with our What We Played This Week right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 137 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, None of us played very much, I don't think. Uh, I played more Bravely Default. I'm up over 40 hours played. Uh, Characters are all in the low 50s now, though I didn't get much playing time. Uh, I've been been busy, like, during the day uh, when I normally like to play Bravely Default. So I haven't played that much. I still still love it. You gotta Uh, name your special move, Dan. Yeah. Do you use it? Uh, I don't remember who you have. I think Tiz. Okay. Just gotta make something fun out of it. Did you see that he shouts spoon when he's done? <laughs> no, I didn't nice. use it yet. Oh. Spoon! Yeah. <laughs> That's a, uh, a tick it's reference. tick, yeah. I don't know if it, many people will get it, it's but battle cry. that was a great, great cartoon. Uh, but yeah, I I haven't played it that much this week, so maybe tomorrow I'll play a little bit during the day. I maxed out Nurende. 
Hey, oh, good job. Nice. I texted Corey, I go, what am I supposed to play the game now? Darn it. <laughs> well, you, Corey. Yeah, I've, uh, I actually played quite a bit recently. <laughs> um, not quite maxed out in Arende, but that's been a majority of, of what I've done yeah. with that game. Just <laughs> open my DS long enough to hit upgrade, the next round of upgrades on the buildings, and then yeah. close it again. Uh, but I've been doing a lot of the net invites and stuff like that, and I have a bill of links for all my characters. Um, I got to the second city that you go to, the desert one. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm not that far, you know. Is that Anchime? Anchime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I got, like, I feel like the game's kind of broken. Because what I did was I turned up the battles all the way uh, early, like right off the bat. And just leveled up a ton, and just you know did the, the did the battles. And at first, I was kind of annoyed with it, and I'm like, this takes too long. But then I realized if you turn up the battle speed all the way, and your first character, who for me was Ringabel as a monk, uh, does enough damage to kill everybody in the first turn, it takes like five to ten seconds to get through a battle, and then you're back to moving again. Huh. Uh, I just had no issue cruising through and leveling up that way. It wasn't the most fun, but like. I felt like it was the most effective thing to do, and now like everything's really easy. I don't know. Huh. Thoughts? Okay. I could see how that would work, and yeah. I could also see how that that's kind of shitty. Yeah, I mean, we, I think we it was on the Kotaku review that uh, you know a couple levels will make a difference. So if yeah. you're if you get a couple extra levels every every time you go to a new area, yeah, that would that would definitely add up. So I don't I don't know if you broke it, but you're just making it easy on yourself. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It like, I feel like I'm making it easy and shortening it. I don't feel like my making it easier took any extra effort or anything. Like, I literally get into battle and don't press a button, and then it's over within ten seconds. Oh, you do auto battle too? Yeah, huh. just cruises right through it. It's, it's like it's just ring a bell, you know, and he attacks the four times or whatever, huh. and then and then we're good. I don't know. Okay, it's uh. It's cake. Nothing wrong with that. Maybe I mean maybe things will change once there becomes a little bit more complex enemies and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't know. I really like it though. Uh, I spent a lot of time against your guys' advice not to do it, but I spent a lot of time leveling up the freelancer class uh-huh. uh, and really didn't get much of a reward out of it. So uh, I should have just listened to you guys and not done that. But uh, I guess later on in the game it makes a difference to have a freelancer leveled up, but. Yeah, because the way it works is they get bonus stats for every other class that you've mastered. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe later on, once once much classes are mastered, uh, you can do that. But, yeah, I just got to the to the second city or whatever, and, and side quests just opened up to me. So uh-huh. that's what I'm doing now. Uh, I, I, again, I really like the game. I, I'm still confused with the whole Narende stuff and the, uh, the, the minions that come in, like... They just show up and you're supposed to kill them? Is that what you're supposed to do to them? Yeah, you fight them. Okay. Once you they're get all high level 99. Yeah, like, no. How am I supposed to? Most, and why does that happen? Well, I don't know. Most of mine are level 99, too. I have a couple that are 80, a couple that are 70, and then I think I have one that's 50 that I'll probably fight pretty soon. I think it's just because people don't understand it. Yeah. Because I, you know, when I first set mine, I set it to send a level 99 character. I was like, oh, this is funny. But. In reality, it's stupid because you can't do anything. <laughs> right. You can't fight those until you get to level right. 99. I actually think I have one that's like a level 25 right now. Yep. That should be able to fight soon. 
Uh, but I like it. Eric, what level are your guys? Probably about 20. Okay. They should be pretty powerful with their special attacks. Yeah. Corey, put up um, some gameplay from Dead Nation for PS4, would you? I got a good picture right oh, now. Oh, I got to download that. I'm look. I'm watching gameplay on my laptop. It actually looks kind of fun. Yeah. Dead Nation from PS4? Mm-hmm. All right. I've got... I played something similar to this. I've got a... Oh, it's probably Call of Duty Zombies. The, <laughs> there's the overhead shooter like that. It wasn't that. It wasn't? Okay. I mean... But, yeah, that that's all I played other than South Park, so... Will, you want to talk about Fire Emblem? Yeah, I'm on Chapter 25. I'm actually kind of playing right now. Okay, you're getting um, close to the end then. Yeah, I think there's 25... 27? 27 chapters? I think. Yeah, so I'm getting pretty close. Um, I, uh, I didn't marry off all my characters. I looked to see the characters that, like, some of the character names that I wanted. So, like, the characters that I use, like, you know, Olivia and stuff like that. So I have their kids. So I have, like, Severa, um, Inigo. You do not know any of these? Did you not get them? Mm-mm. Corey, did you get any of these characters? Name them again? Severa. It doesn't ring a bell. Really? In- Inigo? <laughs> ring a bell. <laughs> Inigo Montoya? Nope. And uh, Yeah, I got Inigo. You got Inigo? All right. Um, uh, there's Morgan, Cynthia. I don't yep. think I got Cynthia either. either. Um, nah. Nope. And obviously, you know, you, you have Lucina. But, uh, yeah. so I have all of those, and I'm pretty much been grinding out some levels to get them pretty powerful. Like, right now, my character, who's a magic-based guy, uh, is a dark mage that rides on the horse. Nice. Or dark. What chapter are you in? 25. <laughs> what? Oh, so you're almost done. Yeah. So I've basically been trying to beat this. I tried to beat it for today, but I wanted to play South Park. Yeah. But I've been loving Fire Sweet. Emblem. Sweet, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to doing new game plus mode. Yeah, I want to know what what happens. I think Eric's gonna like that better than uh, Bravely Default. Probably, I, I think yeah, he will. He will. What I, I didn't talk about this last week, but what I like about it is the cutscene fights yeah. they have. Those are always so cool. Yeah, they're like like a really well done anime fight it, scene. Exactly. Um, and I like having my characters work together because like. Just now, like, I got attacked by an enemy that had a high percentage chance of hitting, but the character I have is Owain, which is Lisa's child. Uh-huh. Um, did you get... Owain sounds familiar, but I'm not sure if I just read it in something else. Okay. He's, like, a real weird, weird character. Yeah. Um, but he had Vantage on there, which, when they attack you, he attacks first. So he used his lightning attack, and then the pe- character next to him, which was uh, uh, Pene. Mm. was as a Waverin Lord, so she attacked too, so was able to kill the creature, because I'm not letting anybody die, and if somebody dies, I restart the fight, because, mm-hmm. like, Olivia dies a lot, you get frustrated, because, like, the AI is kind of smart, and they go after my weak units, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, god dang it. Yeah. Like, they always, the archers always go after my flying characters, yep. so, you know, you have to be pretty smart on where you place your units, so I've been restarting a lot, I've probably lost, like, 10 hours of progress, it's been insane. How many hours do you have now, do you know? 35. Okay. Yeah. So... I think I beat it in about 40, mm-hmm. so you're pretty close. Yeah, That's, like, right where I beat it was right around 40. Mm-hmm. So, and like I said, I want to do new game plus mode. I want to see what that's about because I don't know, like, how it's going to work with keeping your character progression. If that's I, how didn't, it is. I didn't try it. I started a whole new game when I, when mm-hmm. I after I beat it, so. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I, I have some moments that I really liked in the game, but we can't really talk right. about we'll, them we'll, yet. We'll do a spoiler episode after Eric's gotten his, his, his fill of Fire Emblem. Or we'll talk about our story and our characters that we got. I'm looking forward to you playing. Yeah, that. I mean, if I can get through South Park pretty quick and then Infamous pretty quick, 
I might just start playing it. I don't, honestly don't know if I'll play Bravely Default again. Yeah. I liked it. It's, it is, it is kind of one of those games you play, you figure out, you like, and then you're just like, well, I f- yeah, I feel, I feel like I've played it. Well, I, I, not <laughs> yeah. only that, but I, but if it wasn't going to be like 70 hours yeah. for you to beat it, if it was, and, and like, I know I'm not going to do that. If it was like 30, you might you might power through it because it was 20. I might power through. How it. many hours do you have so far? 10, 12. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. That is, I mean, for me though. And Eric, I know you're not in the same situation though. Like that's kind of a benefit uh, as a game for me because it's more likely to get time because you know when I'm on the go, that's all I have and that's yeah. all I can play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, during the day, that's all I that, can play. That transit no. time, like I do. Yeah, if I had a subway to ride, I would definitely play it more often. My my yeah. 3ds and Vita would get a lot more use. Yeah. Speaking of Vita, I'm pondering the Borderlands 2 bundle for the Vita. Yeah, man couple of listeners were saying they want to get one. I told them to wait for that. Yeah. It's uh the, the the end of May is when it comes out. Nice. And I love Borderlands too, so that'll be a game and and we Final could probably Fantasy, play that. Final Fantasy 10, Final Fantasy 10 2 remaster is yeah. going to be on the on the Vita, so. Yep. It's only going to be 200 bucks. That's Not a bad. great price. For the bundle? For the bundle. Wow. If you get it, I'll get Borderlands. We can do some co-op. Okay. That'd be fun. Um yeah, I'm really think cuz I with the PlayStation, I'm going to get use out of the the yeah, Vita you get a with free the, game with each the, month with, too. The, with the remote play and exactly with the PS Plus you get free games. So, yeah. But I, hopefully, I can save up enough before then. And That's most of the, the indie games that are coming to PS4 are cross cross with yeah. the Vita, yeah. yeah, which is great. Yeah. So, okay. So you're still enjoying it, well? Yeah, I did want to say, Core. I'm really glad I took your advice on Donald, though. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last fight he took damage in. Nice. Because his hit rate is like he gets hit like four percent out of a hundred. Wow! So he wow. doesn't get touched. That's impressive. Jeez. So I just have him charge in and wipe out like all the all the flying enemies before they can get in. Did you marry him out? Yeah, I did. To who? Olivia. Oh, I think that's who I had him marry. Really? Yeah. Who'd you have? Uh, Crom. Olivia's the dancer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had him, Olivia. Who married? Uh, uh Crom. Uh. Uh, the redhead uh, Sully. Sully. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you ha- and your guy married um, uh, Anna. Anna. Yeah. That was my she's, second. <laughs> second she's, she's great. Yeah, she's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought she could only marry your character. Yeah, she's like there's forty spice. There, there's a couple of them later on that you get that she can go mm-hmm. after. Maybe not. Maybe not her. Because no. some of the characters, like later on, only have a handful of people that they can get. Lucina, with. Lucina can only marry. That's how you pronounce it, right? Lucina. Yeah. Can, yeah. O- can only marry your character and the other children. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had her. Yeah. Who'd she marry? Uh, oh, I can't remember. But I had Kajel, uh, the sister. Oh yeah. Okay. I had her marry um, Morgan. No, I can't remember now. Wow. I'd have to look at my game. I really can't remember. Mm-hmm. I haven't even married any of the kids off. Married a couple of them. Yeah. I played. But I I recommend getting Sevra. She's really, really good. Never had her. Oh, I was reading that people said she was overpowered. Even. Oh, okay. Here, here's the question I like to ask. Which characters didn't you like and didn't care if they died? Um... The beginning, I let that uh, the Vake was that. Yeah, I let Vake die. Um, Me too. Um, Sully died by accident. Um, and the Archer, Vi- Vivran. Virian. 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 
they all died within in the same fight. <laughs> so he was kind of, Virian was kind of a prick. Yeah, so. that's exactly. So I was like, that's he, fine. He grew he grew on me later though. Did he? Yeah, the yeah. archers are uh, very useful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I made I've been I let, I made Longku and Severa assassins so they can attack with bows. Okay. So yeah, um, like I said, we'll do the spoiler and get more into story stuff and decisions. Yeah. I kind of wish there were more, like, treasure chests and doors in the levels as you go. Yeah, because having Anna for that is really helpful because she's yeah. a trickster and she can open the chests and doors. Yeah. That's kind of the one thing, one complaint I had against Banner Saga is the level layouts were just, it's pretty much just a flat, open surface every time. Yeah. Not much terrain. With very few exceptions, yeah. Huh. I would agree with that. Kind of off the board here. I just saw this. Which Pokemon do you guys have for 3DS? Y. X. That's the one I got, Dan. Y. Y. And I guess yeah, that, an X. that was the least popular one, or less popular one, I guess. Yeah, they said if you wanted to be the hipster and go with the, <laughs> the, the cool kids to get Y. Yeah. Did yeah. we talk about the next Pokemon games on this? No. Plus and minus? No, we no. haven't. There's new ones? Yeah, did you guys see that? No. The next Pokemons are plus and minus. When? I have no idea. I just saw the headline. Is it going to be 3D like this one? I have no idea. Because if it is, it'll, I'll be in. Uh, You're going to be in regardless. See Gardening Mama for the 3DS? I've, I've, <laughs> heard, I've heard about that, yeah. That reminds me. I played I Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. Oh. Well, let's hear about it. We're in what you played. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about it. Um, when I was at my friend's house, and he has an Xbox One, and we were watching the Twitch stream of it. And he watched a little bit, and we decided to go and get it. So be, <laughs> there's a, there's it's mainly a multiplayer game. But there's like one small part to uh, single player that can be played locally. So what it is is it's a third person shooter, probably one of the better shooters I've played in a while. Even that's how good, like how surprisingly good it is. So basically, for the plants teams, there is the pea shooter. If you played Plants vs Zombies, you'll be familiar with all these characters. There's the pea shooter. There's the the uh, the chomper plant that looks like the piranhas from Mario. Um, there's the sunflower, and then there's a cactus. And what it is is the pea shooter is like the assault rifle class. The piranha is more of like a like a close range one. The sunflower is like a, a healer and a submachine gunner, and the cactus is a like a, a sniper. And then there's the zombies. I didn't play as the zombies, but I'm guessing it's around the same yeah. uh, same you know, kind of setup setup. And what it is, is you can either do, like, horde mode, where you have to protect a garden, where you place it anywhere on the map, and there's, like, closer, closer to, like, ten maps, I'd say, um, of all different areas and different types of terrain. So you set up a garden, and this is the single player, you can play it locally or online, and you protect the garden from hordes of zombies, and what you do is you plant other plants in the, around the surrounding areas to help defend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get those through cards, through coins that you get in the game from playing. There's no microtransactions. Uh, so, which is, nice. which is nice, and it's EA, so it's shocking. Yeah. They also said that the DLC is going to be free, which is another surprising thing. But you, and you'd basically fight off the hordes of zombies trying to destroy your garden, like you know, classic Plants vs Zombies style. Yeah. Um, but it's like a, it's like Dungeon Defender. I was just gonna ask, is it like Dungeon Defenders? Yeah, it's kind of how it, how it's like. You can set up defenses, and then you fight yourself. I personally chose the Sunflower. Sunflower was kind of cool. It's like that cute little plant thing, but it's really powerful. 
Um, and then the online is like if you've ever played Battlefield, and I know Eric has. There's a rush type uh, game mode where there's two areas, and what the zombies do is they try to destroy it, and the plants try to defend it. And if the zombies destroy it, the map like expands back, and you know the plants fall back to defend that area. And that's how it goes through. It goes through stuff like that. Uh, and it's like 24 player online, so two teams of 12. Um, mm. It's I had a lot of fun from what I played, and yeah. I'm definitely getting it for the PS4. And if it's not because they rumored that I was coming to the PS4, they said something that. Uh, people who wanted to play Garden Warfare within the coming months, they're going to be excited about some announcements they're going to be making soon. Yeah. Really? Is what they said. I was going to get it for PC, but if it's coming to PS4, I'll probably just wait. If until it comes it... to PS4, I'll get it. Okay. I'll probably get it, too. Because I, I thought it looked cool when, I, when at E3 last year. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that looks, that looks no, fun. No, Corey's got gameplay. It does look fun. I think... Especially, you had me at horde mode. Right. Because yeah. I know how much fun Dan and I had. Oh, Gears, Gears of War. 3. Yeah. God, that was so fun. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. And, and like, I kept saying to myself, I'm like, this is a Plants vs. Zombies game, but it pop, is... It's it, pop cap. It's pop, yeah, it's pop cap, and they made this awesome game. Even, like, some of my friends who, uh, who else saw the game, they are like, holy crap, they are like, blown away by it. It was yeah. a lot of... It was so much fun to play, and I know we'd have a lot of fun. And it's not, like, that type of shooter that you play, like, Call of Duty, and you get really mad at when you die. Now, I thought this was an exclusive. It's for right now. Timed. Was it timed exclusive? Supposedly. Supposedly. Okay. This, this is all teased by the PopCap guys. That yeah. They said that there's going to be announcements that's going to make everybody on every platform happy. I, I, I'm, I'm, they're going to want to bring it to PS4 <laughs> with its 6 million systems sold. <laughs> exactly. So It's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had a lot of fun playing it. Right. I, I think it's a fun game. I got like a 78 on Metacritic. Okay. User um, score or? Uh, like professor, cr- critic score. Let me see what user score. I don't care what the critics said. I don't I, care what the user said. Either. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> ge- I don't generally agree with the users because they, there's always the people who give it zero, zero because yeah. it's an EA game. Yeah. So like, I don't. It's got a 76 meta score and a 7.5 user score. Yeah, that's it's about the same. Yeah, it's around the same. And I, from what I played, I really liked it. I would. I'm not. I mean, I'd give it an eight as of right now. Destructoid gave it an eighty. An eighty. Yeah, Destructoid and Polygons usually where I agree with the most. So, yeah. I've noticed. Um. Yeah, and it, it, like I said, it was one that I was interested in, and, and I think well, there's there's talk about with with Titanfall how uh, EA was kind of banking on the the Xbox One selling a lot better than it has, and they're mm-hmm. they're I think regretting their decision a little bit uh, for only bringing Titanfall to the Xbox One because it <laughs> doesn't it, it's only sold <laughs> like half the systems that the the PS4 has exactly. Actually, uh, this guy I work with today, I was talking to him. Did Twitch, is there a limit on how long you can stream your Xbox One on Twitch? I haven't at, heard at that. At any given time? I haven't heard that. Because he's big know. into streaming right. on Twitch, and he bought an Xbox One. Right. He said he thinks there's a limit on it. And he's like, yeah, I'm really starting to regret buying an Xbox One instead of a PS4. Huh. And he's big Microsoft guy. Right. He's like a super, he's ranked in New York State for like Halo tournaments and stuff. Wow. Um, but... Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I think they can't really change their minds on Titanfall, can they? No. It's too no, late. Too yeah. late for Titanfall. Yeah. Titanfall 1. They say Titanfall 2 will be multi-platform. <laughs> yeah, they did say that. They've already said that. And Titanfall 1 hasn't even come out yet. Well, Next t- year? The Titanfall developers Maybe. 
were shocked that they they because they thought they could bring the first one over later, right? And they said, "Oh, turns out we were wrong with that, right?" Yeah. Didn't, didn't I don't know. I well, there I, was maybe. rumors about it that it might happen, and then they came out and said, "No, no, that yeah. they couldn't." Yeah, that's what happened. But but yeah. in, uh, Plants vs Zombies is forty bucks too, so yeah. it's not oh, a sixty dollar game. Definitely, because I know you said that if that's a sixty dollar game, you'd be really upset at E three. Yeah. Last year. So and it's not. And I was right. Yeah, you're right, and it's kind of it's a lot of fun for a shooter. I haven't had that much fun with a shooter in a while. So well, it's not like a war setting. You no, know? it's different. For, it's Plants vs Zombies for God's sakes, but it's like awesome. I well, just, what? I mean, yeah, it's got a horde mode. Yeah. Hey, Will. Blast. Yeah, what's up? I got a question for you. There was a a very heated argument on Giant Bomb this past week. Uh, based around Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, because uh, one of the guys said he would much rather play that over, uh, you know, a tired first-person shooter, you know, like a Call of Duty or whatever. Definitely. And, and that spurred a huge argument over what, what, what makes Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare any different from that type of, of first-person shooter that we all know. What episode is this? Because I want to listen to that part. It's, the most uh, it might have been an, it might have been last week's last actually. week's well yeah. setting this, uh, uh, that's the obvious one I think that makes a difference whether or not you want to believe that yeah I mean it's like a very it's like a colorful you know back backdrop yeah. it's cartoony it's got it's that's how the style is and you know the different environments aren't just like this city a or, desert. <laughs> or a desert or just an open plain like it's in like backyards and like you're fighting in a mansion and stuff yeah. like that and like the different plants have special abilities like the pea shooter can set up barricades and stuff like that so it can you know s- you know go behind it and start shooting at stuff like that and it can toss the tamale which uh, is like a, a, a grenade, basically. <laughs> Sounds dirty. So there's it, so it's it that that makes me think of Halo a little bit, where, yeah. where you have your you know you, you don't just have your 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 different guns and stuff that 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 for your loadout you have like actual abilities, yeah. that you can use. And the cool thing is, is you can there's cosmetic stuff that you can, that you can buy or with the coins in the game that changes the look of your character. Or your whoever you pick, but it also does different things. Like uh, my friend who plays it uses the commando P, and what it does is it shoots faster, and it's uh, not bur- it's not single fire; it's full auto. So like the P shooter thing, you can only shoot you. It's like uh, single shot, but when you upgrade it to the commando, it shoots like twenty four shots, and it's all fully automatic. And it, it, there's like different ones: the sniper. Er, the sniper does, there's a bunch of different stuff for the sniper, you know, the sunflower. So there's, like, different, there's, like, a main ca- a class for it, but you can, you know, go deeper into it to different types of, yeah. you know, classes. It's like, one shoots acid shots instead of, you know, normal peas. Right. It's stuff like that. It's just, okay. it's, it's, it's more, it's just fun, more yeah. fun. I feel like you could take a snapshot out of the game, out of uh, your modern day first person military shooter like a battlefield or a call of duty mm-hmm. take a snapshot take out the heads up display and a lot of people would not be able to tell what what game. what game it was yeah like you could compare it to six or eight other first person shooters that it could possibly be yeah i agree you I'd... know and and this one's at least it's something different to look at it's, at the very least the, yeah exactly right i completely agree with that and as i said it's just something it's lighthearted and fun like when i play a shooter like i get caught up in winning and killing a lot of people and not dying and yeah. this one i was playing and just having fun right okay which for me is i'm a hardcore shooter fan kind of what well, I, I was i'm not as much anymore but 
You, know, you that, get out of that as you get older. Yeah, I've noticed I've been getting out of that. Yeah. But it's different, and for me to have a different reaction to it, not getting mad that the zombie shooting football helmets at me killed me. Okay. You know? Yeah. It's just different and fun. Yeah. Change of pace. Okay. All right. Thanks, Will. Yeah. What about you, Eric? Anything? No, sir. No, sir. I only played South Park. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Corey, rather. What do you got? Uh, I'm headed to the floating continent in Final Fantasy VI. Hey. Oh, nice. Yeah. Almost to the world of you ruin, dork. huh? Almost to the world of ruin. Uh, I actually I tried to go to the floating continent, uh, but I got beaten by... Uh, what's his lips there? Altros and Master Shupan, mm-hmm. uh, when you're on the airship going up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I figured I kind of needed to level up a little bit. The game, I set the battle speed up all the way, uh, and I set the the battle system to active rather than wait. So when it becomes your turn, the enemies can still you know charge up and take their turns. Uh, so you got to be quick, which maybe isn't the best way to play on mobile because it's a little bit harder to maneuver the menus and stuff because it's all touch screen rather than just you know muscle memory on the controller. Uh, so I've been running into some trouble, so I, I spent uh, the last couple days just leveling up a little bit, trying to get my characters to level 25, uh, mastering some espers. But I'm kind of mac- micromanaging the the esper side of things, because when you level up, depending on what esper you have equipped, you get certain bonuses, certain things. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been using Realm, who has the best base magic to start. Um and I've been making sure she, every time she's close to leveling up, I've been switching over the magic plus one esper to her. So when she levels up, she gets that extra bonus every time. It makes a huge difference, especially like later on in the game, to have all those bonuses for your stats. Right, right. And it's 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 one of the unique things about Final Fantasy VI that uh, the other games don't really have. You can't really micromanage their, their leveling up like that. And I've also been doing that in the equipment side of things, like... Where in, in the past, I just give them whatever gave them the best defense. End of story. Right. Uh, I've been like focusing more on, okay, this character uses magic a lot, so I'm going to give this character the best magic boosting equipment. Right. Uh, even if that's not optimal uh, by what the game thinks, it's it's optimal for what I'm trying to go for. So it's a little bit different way to play it, and it's been fun for me, and I'm, I'm still enjoying it. I don't get the hate for the new sprites. I really don't understand that. They're not offensive you know they're different and uh i think a lot of the characters benefit from it like shadow um looks really cool uh cyan looks really cool he doesn't look as italian as he did before you know uh-huh. how he had like yeah thank goodness <laughs> he looks more you know more regal a little bit more uh i guess i guess regal would be the best word for it uh-huh. uh setzer looks a lot cooler he doesn't look quite so old and dusty um a lot of the characters look the exact same, you know, like Locks is the exact same, except, you know, a little bit clearer. A little more uh, detail. Tara. Yeah, but I, I don't know. There's there's really nothing to, nothing to hate about the new the new sprites. Uh, I don't get the hate for it. Um, yeah, so that's Final Fantasy VI. I played Bravely Default, but I talked about that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other thing I played a lot of is Banished. Uh, I played that pretty substantially on Sunday, maybe four hours. Um, I... T- I really like it. I. If you're looking for a I what is that? Sorry, Eric being <laughs> silly. Oh, I admire the whole one-man team of it. It's kind of funny if you go to his webpage. He's like, "Oh, I'm trying to update and fix all these uh, bugs and patch all this stuff, but I'm also answering all this 
customer service email and trying to fix everyone's problems and stuff like that. It's literally That's a tough. one-man team. Poor guy. Yeah, and he's, I mean, at one point he had surpassed uh, most popular game on Steam. Oh, yeah. Uh, past Daisy. So, you know, I give him literally all the respect in the world. That's an incredible feat, and the game is, is pretty good. Uh, I got to the point after playing it uh, for a few hours where I was kind of I kind of cooled off on it a little bit. I'm like, all right, so there's this nice uh, medieval town building sim, but it gets to a certain point where, and maybe I didn't play it enough, I don't know, but once you figure out the best way to manage your resources, um, then it just becomes assigning, it becomes uh, just like playing a menu, and you're just assigning villagers to different jobs uh, just to maximize, depending on the time of season and what's going on, maximize the most resources. Uh, and it becomes very simple at that point. Um, apparently, there are disasters that work their way into the game. I didn't really see any of that. The I play. I think I played two or three games in the four hours, uh, and every time my people just ended up dying off of starvation. Uh, I know there's ways around it, and actually, like I did some research and found out, like when you build a woodcutter's hut. You want to build it in the center of a bunch of woods. But you don't want them to cut trees down. You just want them to make sure trees are planted. And then you build a gatherer's hut. So if if you have a, a good wooded area, the gatherer's hut has more stuff to gather from. And likewise with a hunter's lodge, you want to build it in, in the most treed area near your gatherer's hut and your forester's lodge because there's more game to hunt. Um, and once you figure that, that out, that that's the most effective way to build a town, like there's really not much creativity creativity or difference after that at least from what i gather again i I didn't play it too far beyond that um but it is it is a really good game it shows a lot of promise and uh i recommend it at least to try i don't even remember what i paid for it it's like 15 i bought it i think it's yeah i think it's 20 normally but you can get it on sale okay well i mean yeah then in that case that's a good price um to play it and, and and see what it's all about the music's cool, you know, it's a good uh, zen game to sit back and just kind of get lost in for a little bit, but I don't know, I, I just, I can't see devoting, you know, 20 or 30 hours to it to, there's just nothing really there for me. Right. Um, I don't know. Okay. That's vanished. Alright. Anything else? I don't think so. Alright. Uh, let's get right into feedback then, shall we? Uh, our feedback is from Idaho Jake. And he says, Hey guys, not much to report here. I played more Thief and it still feels like they were going to put it on the PS3 and 360, but once PS4 and X-Bone were announced, uh, they said to just put it on the new systems. Graphics are good in some areas and bad in others. Sometimes if you walk into an area, a person will start to talk, and if you take a step back, they stop. And you step forward again, the person restarts the conversation, or sometimes you'll hear someone start to talk, and then seconds later they will start to say the same thing, so you have two of the same voices just seconds from each other. Some of the voice act- acting is terrible, but I'm having fun sneaking around stealing crap. Now it's sad to hear that Jack Trenton is stepping down, but on the bright side, Batman Arkham Knight sounds awesome. Five times the map size of city and drivable Batmobile. And I think Eric called it last week because he said he would like to see one more Batman game and this is the last in the series. Uh, oh, and I'd like to see Assassin's Creed go the way of the Vikings so it can keep the ships. So that was from Idaho Jake. So he's uh, chiming in with some more thoughts on Thief. And that sort of stuff comes down to like lack of polish. 
on the game. You know that the the conversation thing like that's just that shouldn't happen. No, that should be good, especially for the company that put out uh, Deus Ex. Yeah, because Deus Ex was very polished. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, that's too bad. I, I will probably play Thief at some point, but I'm gonna wait until it's on a Steam sale. You know, at the end of this year, you know, if I can get it for fifteen bucks, I'll get it and play it. Um, but yeah. Uh, let's see. Jack Trenton stepping down. We talked about that. Oh, Arkham Knights. Do you want to talk about Arkham Knights now? Yeah, we should. I'm excited about it. Did you watch the trailer? I did. Eric Eric texted me whenever the trailer came out and said, you know, check it out or whatever. I don't even remember what you said, but you told me to check it out. So I did a few hours later and, uh, obviously the trailer was, was amazing as trailers usually run. Right. Um, but the, I think the thing that I was most excited for was that this is a next-gen only release. Yeah. It's only for PS4, Xbox, and PC, um, which I think that's when we're going to start to see actual, like, huge graphics improvements, you know? Uh, so I'm very excited to see that. Yeah, it's uh, it looks awesome. I'm excited that it's not just focused on Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited that there's no multiplayer in it. Mm-hmm. Very um, excited about that. Yeah, that's always a good sign. I'm for me. excited. It's being made by Rocksteady. Rocksteady. Yep. All those things combined, I think this could be my game of the year. Okay. Um, it already got a release date, October or something or other, twenty really? eighth maybe. Okay. Yeah. And like fourteenth. Uh, October fourteenth. Okay. Um, it's definitely got potential to be my game of the year. Yeah. Based off of how much I liked um, Arkham City and Arkham Asylum, Arkham Origin not as much, but. Yeah, if they make some some additions to it, change things up a little bit, not too too much, but a little bit, make the city a little more lively. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm really happy it's not just Joker. I think that's probably a good move. Right. Because part of the games, it's these games. It's really interesting is getting to know the other villains, the lesser oh, known. Absolutely. You because know? I know about Joker. I know mm-hmm. about the main, the Penguin. I know about yeah. Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. You know the 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 main ones, I guess, and. And one of the things I thought was cool, because I'm not familiar with Batman, like, really at all, um, was getting to know the the lesser-known villains from Arkham Asylum and, and, and City, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, this is going to be sweet, and driving the Batmobile will be awesome, yeah. obviously. Especially how cool the Batmobile looked in yeah. that trailer. Looks I, awesome. The game's going to look amazing, Yeah, I think. Like you said, Dan, uh, I'm surprised that they're only making games for PS4 and Xbox One already. I think people are. I think they're surprised at how well the systems have sold already, so they are okay with uh, starting to develop yeah. games just for the new system. Especially because there's not many games out, they probably figure people are probably going to buy Itching. most of the things oh, yeah. that come out. Itching, yeah, definitely. Um, especially with the the rep that these games have. Now, I heard Arkham Knight is based on the bad guy. The main bad guy in the game is the Arkham Knight. Really, I heard that. I read that on one of the one of the video game websites that I went to I'd, or go to. Is he a real villain in Batman? I don't know. Maybe it's a new villain. I'm not familiar. Yeah. I'll have to ask uh, Ken, who was on our UFC episode. Yeah. He's the the local Batman expert. Yep. So I'll have to ask him. Yeah, I maybe Polygon had that or Destructo. Someone had it today. The Arkham Knight was the bad guy that you kind of score off against. Hmm. Well, I know that Ken. This game is probably going to get him to buy. A next-gen console, he said. Okay, cool. He's getting the wrong one, but that's Uh, neither here nor there. (laughs) Well, yeah, whatever. Um, Yeah, very excited for that. Yeah. It's a good fall game. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I, you know, like I said, I loved Arkham Asylum, loved Arkham City. I didn't play. I'd skip Origins. Arkham Origin. Okay, I really would. I'll, you know what? I'll get it for a computer when it's yeah. cheap, five bucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely get this one when when it comes out and play it fresh and new. Yeah. Because I really, really enjoyed Arkham City. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then he says, uh, "I'd like to see Assassin's Creed go the way of the Viking, so we can keep up with the ships." That's I'm all sh- for Vikings. That's a good idea. I didn't even think of that. Uh, yep, I and I agree. Vikings would be cool, but I also think, and this is going back, uh, Rome, oh, ancient Rome. Yeah, that'd work too, wouldn't it? That'd Ro- be cool. Ro- Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. <laughs> I, that's going back to obviously way before Altair. I don't know when exactly like the Assassin's Creed story started, um, but I think ancient Rome would be awesome. Yeah, I agree. But we'll see. I was named after Eric the Red's film, all for the Vikings. Vikings, yeah. yeah. No, but absolutely, because that was the best thing in, in Assassin's Creed Four was the ship stuff, the yeah. the pirate stuff, and and you, he's right, you can, can kind of continue that with the Vikings. Obviously, they were they invaded people from ships, so it yeah. would have to be more than just you as the assassin. But you would have to have your your mateys. Joining with you in the raids, I Def- think. Definitely. Uh, That'd be cool. I, that's something I said that they should have done in Assassin's Creed 4 is have your ship crew. Storm the atta- Villages? Yeah, Storm the Village, oh, yeah, too. that would have been awesome. Because, um, you know, you, you kind of sneak off your boat and then just, you know, sneak into the city yourself. Well, that's, I guess, that's where they put the assassin part into right, it. Right, right. Which was my, my least, far, fav- me, least favorite <laughs> parts of the game was the assassin stuff. I loved the pirate stuff. Maybe they should just do away with the assassin stuff and the animus and it'll just be great. Creed. Yeah. Just Creed. Just Creed minus the animus. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, that's all we had for Facebook. Uh, oh, well, one thing we wanted to do is uh, if you've gone back and listened to, like, our older episodes. Um, way older. Way older. Uh, we used to do a shot every time we would get a new like on Facebook or follower on Twitter. Well, we, we, we stopped doing that because we started getting a ton of followers on Twitter, and uh, we couldn't keep up with all the all the alcohol consumed. We'd be dead. Yeah, we would be dead or severe alcoholics at this point. Um, <laughs> so what, what we're going to do is anytime we get new feedback or someone submitting new feedback – Someone that uh, hasn't before. Yeah, someone that hasn't written written feedback yet. Uh, we will be doing shots at that point. So, uh, if you've ever thought about uh, you know submitting some feedback, now's the time to do it. Uh, it can be on anything really. Like, what games are you playing now? Let us know your top five games. Let us know where you're from. Uh, whatever you know, it doesn't doesn't matter. We'll we'll uh, we'll get into it either way. You know, uh, roundtable. They don't have a roundtable? No. Uh, there was a hockey article that graded the draft, yeah. but we kind of talked hockey already. Yeah. I don't think we need to. We talked hockey for like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. It was a long time. Um, so. Yeah. Anything else? Nothing? I think we're good. Corey Did, bolted early. I was going to say, Corey, Corey must have pieced out. He so. said he was getting hustled. Okay. Yeah, uh, I could see okay. that. So, yeah. Um, I guess. Where are we? Yep. Uh, yeah, I guess that'll do it for episode 137 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, Corey. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.